Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cardboard Cave. Uh, John is not with us today, but I'm going to be your surrogate host for the evening. Um, uh, we're going to enjoy a lot today because we have new spoilers. Because we always have new spoilers. It's never ending. There's always new things on the horizon every single day. Damn you, wizards. Please let me breathe. Let me have a life. I enjoyed these two seconds where there was no spoilers, but now we have more spoilers. But without any further ado, let me start announcing the other hosts of our beautiful podcast. JP, how are you? Hey, I'm I'm great. I'm great. It's great. Been, it's been a, it's been a few two weeks where we've had like sh- uh, a slowdown of, of content, and now it's just like spoilers, 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 spoilers never ending. One, one after yeah. another. One after another. Just. It was, yeah. it was basically on Saturday, past Saturday, they announced the like the mock rose water teasers, and they, he didn't even yep. go. They didn't even, well, a full week, and you just the spoilers immediately. Yep. yep, yep. And then and like the 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 pre-release event is gonna be November 11th, so it's like it's like in a week or two. It's in two weeks actually. It's literally two yeah. weeks. It's, it's, <sighs> How does, how does wizard how does it's wizard really does, does it? yeah. yeah it's it's ridiculous i can't keep up i literally i've been saying this on the podcast since the pandemic started i've always bought product of every standard set and every specialty set like singles not actual boxes right and this one and the previous one i was so exhausted already because it was so much product i stopped buying mostly because there wasn't staples that i really needed except some of the lands well i did okay i'm be i'm, I'm such a liar i literally bought lands I, I have them right here i literally just said that i didn't buy anything i actually bought the lands but it's because the lands are very good for commander but generally speaking i did take a break for a few sets and i didn't buy anything um but i think Strixhaven, i didn't buy anything you didn't and buy anything for uh, I definitely didn't buy anything for the Avengers. Yeah, oh, from yeah. Avengers and Forgotten Realms. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been a little bit of a hassle because it's too much product and even someone uh, even I that you know, I love my socialism, but I am a capitalist. I buy shit all the time. Uh I can't even keep up anymore. It's too much. But let me not leave the other the other host hanging. Hey. What's up, bro? What's up, my dudes? Now we can all now we can all do it collaboratively together. Yeah, exactly. Look, my theory, my theory here is just that like yeah. Wizards of the Coast just releases a bunch of products, so you can't see you know all their shitty marketing schemes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's part of it. Yeah, you just throw so much shit, you can't like react to it quickly enough. Which, it's like, well, wait, the, the foils can't, are like, shut up. You can't call them out on their bullshit yeah. if they just have you know yeah. more and more product, more and more, more product, you, you, which is very interesting considering our little first topic of the day oh that's why it's a good segue that's why i wanted to like shit on on wizards because every topic we do is shitting on wizards so and this is just gonna be more shitting on wizards thanks to reddit uh someone actually uh this, di- talked like, dissected the the financial results of hasbro yeah it's, it's it was a very long like it's basically yeah. uh audio and it's pretty long i tried to i started to listen and it was like oh this is like a actual like you know yeah. corporate presentation this is gonna be boring yeah but like it has impressive numbers and has like two presentations and and, Mm -hmm. like long presentations in addition so thank you thank you to this person yes Uh, it's like cd cdog gums uh from two days ago it was perfect uh they 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 listened to this and and just kind of gave the little little tidbits Mm-hmm. So the first thing we have is this, which is which is why I, I, this is our segue. Is like 
the five-year plan of doubling Wizards of the Coast revenue expected to be reached by the is expected to be reached by 2021 at the end. Two years ahead of their plan. So it's two years of the head of the plan. <laughs> so it's their, their their plan is working. Yeah. It's just if you just throw enough product at people, you will make enough. Something's money. gonna stick. Yeah, something's, something's gonna, gonna stick. stick. Yeah, and you will make enough money. Yeah. Now the like, thing is, is it sustainable? Because I feel like it's, it's a bubble. not. It's yeah, not. It's not gonna we, be. And we, we've been saying this for for, for a while now. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable. Eventually, they need, eventually they, they people are just gonna get saturated with product, and they're just gonna yeah. get tired, and they're gonna go, "Hey, you know what? From now on, yeah. I'm just gonna buy what I need because these guys release too much shit." The thing is, the distributors buy it off Watsi. So for Watsi's sake, they see like it's being like it's being bought, but it's the distributors. Now the distributors need to like take that product and sell it to everyone else. But the problem is, I know local game stores that literally just have shit ton of standard product lying around that they're not selling anywhere. And they're not opening the boxes because they know there's no value inside the boxes. So then they're selling it for cheaper and they're trying to offshoot it on the internet for like, I've seen boxes, I don't know if it was Strixhaven or if it was Forgotten Realms, but I know one of the two sets, or maybe it was Kaldheim, it was selling for like 80 bucks, like the box, the booster box for 80 bucks because no one's buying it because there's no, there's no value inherently inside the product. It's ridiculous. So. And like the commander decks too, as if you've seen like yes. some of the professor videos, you know, they, they release so much commander product that no one can keep up. So then you just, you get to a point that you don't need to buy a commander product because probably in, in two months, it's going to be discounted by five, 10 bucks easily. Well, Not a consistent uh, basis, so yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking like, they just need to slow down just a teensy bit. Yeah, just, just a lot a of it, but you're sure. Yes, yeah. yeah uh, okay, but you you think a lot of it. Not just slow down. I just want like better quality, man. I agree as well. But quality. If, if, if they just slow down just a teensy bit, then uh, they could also you know pump up the the quality. Uh, yeah, the quality. And uh, if they because if they slow down too much, then we're just too close to what what was before, and they're just not gonna make enough money. If we continue at this uh, at the current pace, then they're just not gonna make money eventually because everyone's just gonna be burnt out. Yeah, which is still was kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just slow down a bit. I understand it. It'll, it'll be it's it's still a lot. It's still really fast. It's still a lot a lot of product like consistently. Yeah, but at least uh, it you know it could stabilize itself. Yep. What do you what do you think, Chris? Anything you want to add? I don't know, man. I've just added in my tidbits like here and there, like in between your guys' speeches. And I don't know, that's that's really that's really the big thing that affects me a lot about this is just the fact that I think the quality of the product has just gone down. I think it's gone up from the past like from the past year. Like all the stuff that was happening, like the, the with the foil curling and stuff like that. I think that the card stock that they're using for the more recent sets is definitely better quality than what we were getting at the beginning of the year. <sighs> However, I still feel like product quality in terms of not just like value, but usefulness of the cards that we're getting in Secret Layer and in the different products. Mm-hmm. It's just not all there. And I prefer to get less products with better quality than getting a bunch of products with eh, quality. Yeah. Great. 
You want to keep so, reading? Uh, yeah, the next two po- the, the next two uh, notes are just basically uh, their earnings and oh, would you look at that? They're making even more, more money than they they, they did that, uh, before. And then oh no, this quarter, this the, the third quarter has been the best one in history in Wizard Girls history. Who the thong? They're making even more money. It's basically. It's funny that, uh, but but you need to address the fact that it's it's the digital gaming area too that it's getting a lot of more revenue than they did before, and the and the quarterly the third quarterly twenty twenty one earnings are second best quarter in Watsi history, only behind quarter two of twenty twenty one. So this yeah. year has been bankbusters and it hasn't ended yet. So yep. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And now we're about to go into like Christmas territory, yeah. so you know what that means. Yeah, people are gonna buy more. Money, 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 yeah, money. More, more, probably gonna be a secret layer for Christmas, and then they're gonna. I give hope you it's like a good a... secret layer. God dang it! Oh, I thought this the the Stranger Things one was the good one already. <laughs> Do you need more? Oh. Do you need a Santa Claus, Santa Claus, or something like Jack Skellington secret the, layer? The charity one is the good one. Oh, the, the charity one is really good. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack Skellington secret layer though. Like, come mm. on, we got we get get some Nightmare Before Christmas cards right, in there. Right? Oh yeah. Come on, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, I yeah, wanted to. Yeah, when's that Kingdom Hearts secret layer coming out too? Let's go. I wanted to address the AFR is on track to be the best-selling summer set of all time. Yes. It's kind of interesting because I have an anecdote on that. So I have a friend. He has a sh- he has a co- um a gaming shop uh, over at uh, North Carolina. He opened it like four months ago, and he has a lot of Magic players. Well, no wait, he has a lot of Pokemon players. He has a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh players, especially Yu-Gi-Oh players, because he was a Yu-Gi-Oh player, so he knows how to he had to placate that base, right? And he usually has Commander players come in there. He hasn't built like an audience for Standard or Modern, right? Um, he told me that the D&D set was like his worst selling set that he had like he had boxes in droves that he couldn't freaking like sell to anybody so he started selling them off in TCG player under MSRP so he could just offshoot him quickly because he was like this this set is trash and he wasn't he hasn't been the only person I think there was another shop here in Puerto Rico that was also kind of struggling a little bit to get rid of the the D&D set so it's anecdotal it's just it's just two shops that I know of, but it's weird that they just go off and say it's the best-selling summer. It makes sense to me because it's D and D. So I yeah. feel like it it's, it's it should be the opposite. I mix. I understand mm-hmm. to an extent. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I've seen a lot of people just join in the game recently yeah. because of the D and D set, okay. and maybe they're not buying the D and D set, but they're but they just entered the game. I was like. People just bought the like commanders. Um, yeah. they, they just bought the D and D commanders. They bought the uh, the, the new commanders, uh, but they came in because of the D and D set. That's interesting. Like, and they just keep buying. Maybe not directly from Adventures of the Forgotten Realms, the sets. <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe because uh, they enjoy the set, but mm-hmm. they're just going get, uh, coming into the game and they're staying in the game because well, of the set. When you think about it. It does say best-selling summer set. When yeah. we consider what summer sets are, it's core usually sets. the core sets. Core sets. So or, maybe or the bar, set. maybe the bar wasn't that high to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe we gotta consider that into the equation. We're not gonna know the numbers because I'm not gonna look for them. The probably numbers are there. I'm not gonna go ahead and look for them. But maybe what? the bar wasn't so high to begin with that the AFR set by default could become the best-selling set. When you look at it, it's either the specialty sets, yeah, or the or the core sets. Yes. And in in past history, it's either like the modern masters, mm-hmm. 
Eternal Master, right any, type of, any, any type of uh, specialty sets like that, yeah. or uh, the core sets. Yeah, they mentioned it right and, there. The like, the Strixhaven and the Modern Horizons 2 were the reconciled releases. They don't specify which, but I believe that people have been buying Modern Horizons 2 in droves. I mean, the fetches are there, and yeah. they're very cheap right now. By the way, like the professor say, buy singles. The fetches are extremely cheap right now. Extremely cheap. It's funny enough because now the the the, the cons the cons are, are, fetches are, yeah, are, are the expensive the ones as a result, which is freaking hilarious because that shit was like ten bucks each like two years ago, but now they're like because there hasn't been a reprint and now everything kind of got like flipped over. Now the expensive ones are have become very very cheap and very easy to acquire. So if you ever doubt it to buy fetches, just buy fetches right now. Don't think about it twice. They're fifty bucks. The most expensive one is called uh, is called Internet Thirty, but that's the most expensive one. It's thirty. Mist Misty it, is a thirty no. too. No, Misty's twenty something. It's lower. The oh, most expensive man. one is it's like a twenty nine. I mean, yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. Bucks. Okay, okay, fine. I fine. mean, that was like with the last one I like sold was at that price right. point. So okay, okay. And the foil was like thirty four, so it's not a big price difference. So honestly, if yeah, yeah. if y'all want to like bling out your decks with your yeah. like foil fetches, now is most definitely the time. Yes, get those fetches because you need them for your mana bases. But yeah, I digress. Sorry, but yeah, uh, it's it is interesting. I. It doesn't surprise me because that's why they've been pumping out so much product. I feel it's not sustainable. I feel like people are really just going to get burnt out. And I think the burning out might start with the double feature set. The one that's coming in January. Yeah, I think that's going to be the one that people are going to be like, I literally just bought these things a month ago. And you're reselling me again the same thing I bought a month ago? That's insanity. That's yeah, and people I don't, I don't feel like I can buy it. Yeah, they are because pretty art, but like it's not a good sales model. It's no, just like, it's oh, look, we're selling the same thing, but it's now pretty. Yeah, it's different art, so it's fine. It's justifiable, uh, no, not really. Not, it's no. literally a standard set that just came out. It's freaking uh, on, on that note, a strict yeah. haven, uh, because of the record, uh, record setting releases. I feel like Research even got bought a lot when it came out because of the, so. of, of, of the Mystical Archive. Yeah. It made a huge sell. Like, up, uh, like right now, I still see uh, like a few uh, Strix Haven products being sold uh, sold around. Mm -hmm. uh, but like it, it's a, it, just just today, Chris just opened a pack and opened up the Fairy's Protection. Nice. Yeah. nice. Just on a, on a Mystical Archive. Like, it, the value is there. Yeah. It's yep. just... Uh, it, that's so... It, it's obvious why that that uh, has a uh, record-setting release. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. You want to get into the spoiler section? Oh yes. Do that. Oh so, yeah. Let me stop the screen right that's, there. That's what we're here for. Are we not? Let me shift it up. And let's start with the visual spoilers. Okay. So we're just gonna gloss over the last real quick. It's finishing the cycle. The cycle that started in Midnight Hunt. The the I call them the good commander lands. <laughs> I know they have another name. I don't remember what they were exactly, <laughs> but I call them the good commander lands because they're not like the other ones. They're good for like competitive formats, but they are functionally tap lands when you're playing them commander. So these ones are really good because you're probably gonna have two or more lands by the time you play these. It's more likely than not, you know, when you're playing okay. commander. It's a it's a hundred I mean, card format. So for the most part, you usually try to start a game of commander with like two like two lands in hand at least oh, three. for sure yeah like exactly. at least three so these, these are really good lands for that it's just finishing the cycle yeah. i appreciate they finish the cycle not yes. like the triomes 
Like the stupid triumphs that you guys just gave me half of the cycle. Oh no, JP left. He got so angry yeah, that he just they, left. <laughs> JP got like his camera got frozen with a perfect smile, and then he was just oh, like, "Oh, beautiful." <laughs> He'll probably be, be, be back here. Okay, we'll just skip over it because I know he's not going to talk about the lands that much. Okay, so let's start with Olivia. Uh, you want to go ahead and read the card? Is it too small or is it too big? It's a little, a little too small, but okay, I can, I can manage. I, 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 I can. I, Dude, I've lived with astigmatism my whole life. It's fine. <laughs> we have the technology, my friend. It's All right. Okay. So, Olivia Crimson Bride. She comes down for a mana cost of six. That's four, a black, and a red. She's a legendary creature, vampire noble, and she is a three power, four toughness creature. Um, flying haste. Whenever Olivia Crimson Bride attacks, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, tapped and attacking. It gains when you don't control a legendary vampire, exile this creature. It's kind of interesting. I enjoy okay. it. Go ahead. What do you What do you think? Um, I don't think it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, same. It's kind of expensive for what it does. However, however, I like what it does for standard. Okay. Six six mana is fairly manageable in standard, mm -hmm. and for a flying haste creature that can just bring a target creature from the graveyard to the battlefield tapped and attacking, that's insane. Like you could easily just make like I don't know, uh, kind of like a vampire reanimator type of deal. Stick yeah. Olivia somewhere in there. Like actually no, a uh, black and uh, uh, Rakdos treasures essentially. Yeah, and then stick in a few like uh, really good value creatures like let's say uh stick a tarasque yeah just stick a tarasque put it in the graveyard get a few treasures to make sure you can ramp for your olivia and like turn uh i don't want to i don't want to say turn four but i think you mm -hmm. can pull it off turn four with under the right circumstance yes you can actually okay. uh -huh. point is you can easily cast that olivia like turn four and as long mm -hmm. as you had a way to throw like to mill yourself yeah you can probably just go out and swing with, I don't know, an old Gnawbone, make a bunch of treasures, basically cast your hand. Um, what's the other card? Like a Tarrasque? Like just a big, dumb creature that will fuck up your opponent's day. Mm -hmm. So... It's a good reanimator in Ragdos colors, so I guess... Yeah, exactly. Fair. I think I think it's I think it's nice, but for once, I'm not going to go crazy about this one. Yeah, it's, it's just fine. It's, uh, it's still six mana for a 3-4, so it's, Yeah. So what, what about you, JP? What do you think of Olivia? Uh, I don't like her. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, uh, I'd rather play just something something like a sneak attack or a re just a reanimation spell that just yeah. sticks. If she dies... That, that works in Commander. Of course. Yeah. I, I will say this, maybe for... Oh, they're they're like all the What? If you're heavy into the vampire, into the vampire Not theme, wrong. especially with the Olivia card, the, the the little tag at the end where it says when you don't control legendary vampire exile this creature you're probably always going to have one or two legendary vampires if you're doing very heavy tribal vampires especially nowadays where yes. we have a shit ton of legendary vampires yes. so it's doable I guess and it's a reanimator it's cool it's too expensive for what it does but it's cool the land though the land's kind of cool I like it uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, State uh, you tap it to add one colorless you tap it to pay one life at one mana of any color you spend it to cast a vampire spell which is very cool because it's a spell not creature and then you you can pay five colorless to tap it create a blood token a blood token just so you guys know it's an artifact with pay uh, pay one colorless tap it discard a card 
sacrifice this artifact and draw a card. It basically enables madness. It's basically madness on, a, on an artifact stick. Um, it says you you pay. So going back to the land, you you pay five colorless. You tap it, create a blood token. This ability costs one less to activate for each vampire you control. So theoretically, if you are very heavy into the into the tribe, you could just tap it and create a blood token, which has a lot of different properties for all the other vampires we're going to be discussing today. Um, can, we, can we talk about think? how much the Voldaren estate? looks like dracula's castle and like Castlevania. uh well we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because they actually did a thing they did a Ooh, thing they did a thingy yeah they did thingy. a thingy but yeah definitely the artwork is very reminiscent of the anime by the way if you haven't seen castlevania on netflix please check it out it's freaking amazing especially yes. the last season. phenomenal phenomenal yes. so good okay so jp what do you what do you think I like the estate um these type of effects for each uh type of tribe like elves have have a bunch of different uh, effects for maybe maybe not specifically a land. I think there's a land. Yeah, there's at least like one or two. Actually. And zombies have have an effect uh, a land that affects have them. Land. Just yeah. just like uh, specific uh, tribe tribal support yeah. uh, on the land is like very useful. It's like an additional utility uh, and fixes your mana. That's Plus. Really uh, on top of everything, I think that, that like uh, tribal like lands that help like your tribal builds are tend to be really cool to me because usually when you like you know you when you're playing your your game of commander, I like to see it as you kind of building like you know like a world or something, and then you have like your lands and your lands are like iconic locations, and for it to yep. be something like the Voldaren Estate, or I can't remember any other the tribal fun stuff now, but uh, Cave of the Bug, uh, Cave of the Bugbear, I suppose, is a good example. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it just really adds a lot to that flavor as well. On top of it being like mechanically useful. Agreed. Let's move on then. Um, Soren the Mirthless. JP, you want to read that one? So it's Soren the Mirthless. Two black flags so or four mana for a legendary planeswalker, and he's a Soren. He has four loyalty mm-hmm. with a plus one ability. Look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card and put it into your hand. If you do, you lose life equal to its mana value. Negative yep. two, create a 2-3 black vampire creature token with flying and lifelink. And negative seven, Soren the Mirthless deals 13 damage to any target and you gain 13 life. I like this card. Okay. So uh, it does what a planeswalker should do. Uh, on a base level, having, yeah. On a on base, base level, level it, has, yeah. it it creates a it creates a blocker or and, and or a way to protect itself. Mm-hmm. So the blocker and the an attacker it makes you gain life, gives you some type of card advantage, yep. which he does. We, and and the blocker can mitigate the life lost, and his ultimate can mitigate the life lost, and then his ultimate just does something uh, special. So in this case, yep. it's just yeah. thirteen damage. Usually, yeah, this, thir- the case this of thirteen standard, damage this could just yeah, end the game. Damage. Yeah, exactly. That's a good yeah. mention. Yeah, it's just could end the game. So especially if you have uh, what's his face on the battlefield, uh, the big the the big stupid Phyrexian. He's not stupid, but the big the big Phyrexian boy. What's his name? The green boy. I forget his name. Foreign uh, Clex? Uh, Clexor. Yes, Foreign Clex. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> so, freaking Voren Clex uh, with so- with Soren. Like, this isn't a combo that's like hard to pull off in standard. That's why I'm mentioning it. Even though it's like really big mana in standard, it's gotten like very easy to be able to get big dumb creatures out like this. Even though there is a prevalence of removal because it is, you know, a competitive format and competitive formats are just chuck full of removal usually. But. 
wow like it's actually not difficult to get this off so i would love to see like what's gonna happen like in standard with the with some of these cards especially that olivia olivia since we uh, since we have a bunch of those really big dragons just floating about could be great especially with something like i think oh wait i think terror of mount velis is out never mind that one okay i gotta i gotta double check but at least with the other big dumb dragons like it's insane it's it'll be great it's this is this is gonna be really fun i i, I just like a lot of fun builds coming we were just talking about old nabon uh earlier today yes so when you swing in with olivia if you reanimate old nabon smack uh for starters it's 10 damage which is already like it's yeah. 10 damage flying and you make 10 treasures so it's basically like untapping you can do more stuff yep that's that's big big mana and big a lot of stuff mm -hmm. yeah i i think it's cool it's good for standard obviously other formats it's not gonna be amazing but it does it, on a base level like jp said it does what a place worker is supposed to do it gives you value it gives you either removal in this case it's not removal it's a blocker and it has a pretty fancy ulti which is doable in standard right now it's doable in extended formats it's not amazing i have obviously seen much better sorens throughout magic's history but yeah. it's functional even, it's even, cool. even the last one that came out is just a much better soren oh it's yeah insane. especially for vampire tribes and stuff yeah definitely it's so it's much insane. better um but you know it's cool like on, um, on gonna... a soren related load before you before you skip over just quick quick little tidbit actually uh, i played the uh the historic like brawl event that they had in arena mm -hmm. and you had like some decks you could choose from that were like pre pre-constructed and Soren just outclassed each and every single deck in that list. Oh. The only deck that I was able to like scratch the surface against playing a Soren deck was with Hoffrey because of how resilient it was and because I had uh, the token doubler, I forgot, anointed procession mm -hmm. on the battlefield. Otherwise, Soren simply outclassed all of those other like yeah. historic decks. It was insane. Yeah. So. Yeah, like that's it's an ex. It's I think it's just it's a very powerful card. card. Yeah, it's yeah. a very really good powerful card. Um, I'm gonna let JP read the next one because I feel like he's gonna he's gonna love it a lot. I so, hate it with all my soul, so, but you know. So Talia, Guardian of Thraven, one on hey. a white. She's a legendary creature, human soldier. She's a two one. First strike, non-creature spells cause one more to cast. Yeah. How do you feel about this, Alejandro? How do you Ooh. feel about, about boo, this? Hiss and boo. Christopher, Christopher and Alejandro, you filthy blue players. While you yes. would sit here and say, you filthy blue players, I have a whole ass deck that really needs that whole ass Thalia, <laughs> Guardian of Draven. So, so you're as just happy. That thing, yes, like that thing comes out and I'm going to be like, yes, Thalia the Draven, she's going to go down in price, easier to get. She's going to yeah. be in a new set, extra accessible. Like I have no excuse to not have one of these. <laughs> reprint i wish it would have been you know the the elusive snapcaster mage but it's fine i'll take dahlia Dahlia's pretty good we can hope and wish but do you really think that wizards will would be wild enough to no print not, because, a snap, no, no, not because snapcaster mage okay but because in standard with all a bunch of stuff that like so instance and exactly sorceries, no i it's know it's insane yeah it's the, insane. Meta, the meta right now would not just like if you print like when i saw that they printed delver a secret i paused because i was like is it too is it too broken to have here and obviously it hasn't done anything yet um yeah but uh, yeah if, if they print snapcaster people are gonna go insane and they're gonna abuse the shit out of it and come like control games will last seven hours so i understand i get it this one is really good it's obviously on theme uh it's a great hate bear it's really good in standard it's healthy because it can mitigate some of the 
excessive control decks and we're going to get into why soon enough because i i saw some broken stuff for control decks that i'm flabbergasted that wizards decided to print but yeah obviously as a filthy blue player i do not enjoy that talia exists but i get it made it's good for it's really good for the game it's good to have these type of things so mm -hmm. it's cool even though she doesn't have any like text, that Kaya is looking fantastic. Kaya oh, yeah, Helsing. I, I, I mean, guys, cool. Hunter. Yeah, that's cool. I'm interested to see what what she does. Uh, we already got the the Lashandra, mm -hmm. which was the other one that had her art revealed before the actual card. We'll yeah. see that in a bit. Okay, so. let me go ahead. Uh, do you want to go on? Okay, so yeah. let's talk about Voldaren Bloodcaster. Like, let me click on it so I can see the flip, flip effect. Okay, so I'm going to read this one. Voldaren Blockcaster. It's a colorless and a, and a black for a Vampire Wizard 2-1. She has flying. She says, whenever Voldaren Bloodcaster or another non-token creature you control dies, create a blood token. We'll explain what the blood token already is. Whenever you create three blood tokens, if you control five or more blood tokens, transform it. When you transform it, she turns into Bloodbat Summoner. She's a Vampire Wizard and she's going to become a 3-3 now. She's a flying creature as well. At the beginning of combat on your turn, up to one target blood token you control becomes a 2-2 black uh, bat creature with flying and haste in addition to its other types. Um, I love that it's not until the end of turn, so that shit turns into a creature forever. Yeah. That's cool. I did not realize that. I thought it better than I thought it was. Yes, I actually... And she doesn't flip back. Yeah, she doesn't flip back, and I just realized it's not until the turn, which I thought I did when I first read this. So this is infinitely better than what I thought. Yeah, yeah it's really it's good. good. I love it. I like pretty it. Yeah, pretty I good. really like for it. For two mana, two one flyer. That's already a great rate for a, a yep. black aggressive deck. Yep. Then she becomes a three three. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. That's yeah. I, I really really like it. I, what I love is that even though blood tokens already are pretty good, like sure they're worst um, clues, but you can actually use this blood tokens as creatures as well so if, if if in any case you don't want to start discarding stuff or you literally are without a hand they can at least become creatures and you can use them for something else she's really good she's very well costed because it's a two, two mana for two one flying which is evasive by nature so and even in like even if it's not like in a in a in, in a, a blood theme, token deck yeah, yeah no in a theme, theme, yeah, it's really she's just no generally works. good she's just generally good exactly like in a in a nice sacrifice outlet deck, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, let me go look ahead and keep going, trotting along. Uh, Overcharge oh. amalgam. Uh, it's my it's a blue card. I want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> two colorless, two blue. No, uh, you get the next blue one. Uh, creature with zombie horse, a three three with flash, flying, exploit. Exploit is a new mechanic. It's, no way, it's not a new mechanic. It's old. It's old as balls. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, when when this creature enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a creature. Uh, when Overcharge Amalgam exploits a creature, counter target spell, activated ability, or triggered ability. Fucking insane. So, so something to note about exploit. Sure. If you destroy the creature that has the exploit ability yeah. before the exploit ability resolves, mm -hmm. even if you exploit, nothing happens. Okay. Good to note. So when you cast Overcharge Amalgam, he enters the battlefield. Exploit trigger goes on the stack. Of course. Someone destroys it in response. Even if you sacrifice a creature, mm. Overcharge Amalgam is no longer in play, so his second ability won't trigger and you'll you'll get nothing. 
Okay. Good to know. A little bit. It's not as good as I thought. But zombies be like when you cast it, you can it can exploit itself. If it doesn't get killed before the exploit resolves, Mm -hmm. it can just exploit itself and do the ability. That's good. That's actually very good because even in the circumstances where you're a filthy control player, you actually don't have other creatures in the battlefield. This is a very good. uh, It's it's expensive at four mana, but it's very versatile. That's what I love about it. Being able to counter target spell active ability or trigger ability, especially the last two, this is, is very important for blue. This is insane yeah. in zombies, though. Oh yeah, of in, course. In black Definitely. blue zombies with the oh, will, yeah, with sure. everyone buying these freaking will health decks. Yes. This is insane. I agree. Very powerful. Um, I want to read dig up. Sure, go ahead. I'm excited so, about that. Dig up green sorcery. It has cleave for one black, black, and a green. Cleave is a new ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you cast it for the cleave cost, which in this case is one black, black, and a green, so four mana. If you uh, you can, uh, if you do, you remove those words that are in the brackets. So the spell reads: search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. Now, if you play the cleave cost, basic land and reveal it are in brackets. So the card would read for four mana, search your library for a card, put it into your hand, then shuffle. Yep. So it's very versatile card. So uh, the last time something this this type of effect was in standard, it got banned. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that that'll say about this card. You're comparing think, it think, to the one from Kaladesh, was it? Or yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It just the the because yeah. that one gave you just, just searching for a land and it gave you two energy. Yeah, and yeah. But one, I, I think just, that the that the huge issue with it was the fact that like it gave you two energy and energy yeah, is a source it, you it, couldn't interact is a like a resource you can't interact with. However, with dig up, I think the situation changes a bit because standard has become a fairly fast format and spending four mana to look for a card unless you can like play it that same turn because you have like a crap load of mana or something it's not great yeah it's not great in standard great however look at have like you know that versatility is great for commander and dig up uh, like a like you know just looking for the basic land uh is helpful so i think it's something that can still run in uh in the current standard format but other than that, like, I don't know. I don't think it's, like, amazing or anything. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I like the versatility. I like the idea of Cleave. It's a little confusing. But, you know, it, it's cool. It's it just it just seems like one of those. It's, um, it's a modal card with, like, it's, it, less steps yeah. instead of extra steps, if you think yeah. about it. It's actually one of the mechanics that came through the right. R&D department. Yeah. Uh, there's a card. Uh, I have the card over here. Uh, I posted it in our in the thing in our chat uh, th- there we go uh, it's called graveyard dig uh, it's yeah. one of the test cards not for constructive play from Blizzard of the Coast that came out through the mystery boosters graveyard dig re- reads one in a hybrid black and a green and it's a sorcery it reads return up to two targets and the uh, and in brackets is black or green and the brackets creatures from your graveyard to your hand and then it says you may cast a spell for the two and hybrid black and green so uh for four mana both 
If you do, ignore the bracketed text, which is which would read return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. So it reads the exact same way, and that was like their test version. So I feel like that. this feels very appropriate for digital. You know what I mean? It just feels like a digital card but I mean, printed in go. paper. Yeah, for sure. Like when you think about it, when you look at it, it's 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 probably like one of those things where you're gonna have like a flashy effect, and the cards were gonna like do this, and then it's gonna do the effect or something crazy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And Definitely. it just feels like a digital card. It's a cool idea. I like the idea of modal cards because versatility in commander you always it's always good to have versatile cards so i do like that i'm at four mana for tutoring it's acceptable in, in standard in commander i like the idea the idea that if it's turn one oh it's search for land if it's turn four five seven thousand then i'll be like i search for the win con so it's pretty cool i like i like both i like both it's it's very acceptable it's very good uh it's a very good card and i like the mechanic Moving along, uh, you want to read this one, Chris? Savior of Olenbach? Savior of Olenbach. Olenbach? Olenbach. He comes down for three, so that's one colorless or generic, if you want to actually Mm -hmm. name it properly. And to white, he is a creature, human soldier, and he has training, which is basically mentor, but backwards. (laughs) And... Oh, shit. And what? so when I say mentor, but backwards, I mean that the smaller creature yeah, is exactly. going to get counters when there's like a bigger creature attacking with it. So exactly. I think it's actually kind of cooler than mentor up to a certain point. And seeing both on the battlefield would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, whenever Savior of Olenbach trains, exile up to one other target creature from the wait, from the battlefield or creature card from a graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, when he leaves the battlefield, they all those these cards get returned uh, to, onto the battlefield under their owner's control. So exiling stuff from the graveyard with this, I don't think is yeah. a fantastic idea. Unless actually, it's from a graveyard, so you can do do so from your graveyard. That's actually yes. not bad. It's actually yeah, so, it's cool. Yeah. So it also says you put the exiled cards in the bottom. Uh, Oh yeah, wait. That's what I was gonna get to. Uh, it's a one-two. It's a what? Yeah, it's a one-two. One two. So it's three mana for a one-two that has training. Yes. It's gonna get boosted later on by when it starts attacking with another creature. You know, it's good. Uh, oh, I, I like. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. I don't know if it should be a mythic. That's a little. We can debate on that. But uh, I like it. It, it feels like more like a rare card. I understand, but it just feels like a rare. I don't know why. So it gives uh, the human type decks uh, some type of recursion for yeah. the late game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives them inevitab- inevitability. You don't want to kill it, but it also keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, hopefully, it will be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. So uh, it become a threat, and you have to deal with it eventually. <laughs> so I think it's it's at least design wise, it's properly designed. Yeah. It becomes a threat. It gives you value, and mm-hmm. when you inevitably have to kill it, it gives you more value. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said. I I just I have a problem with being with being a mythic. I get it, but it sh- it starts attacking in turn four, at best. You know. Uh, so that's the only thing that I'm concerned about because it's a four turn four one two that maybe turns into a two three if you're attacking with a Thalia on the side or something. It's the maybe so. part of that that kind of bothers me to be honest. That is also true. That's also another thing. But um, yeah, it's cool. I think it'll probably maybe do something on standard with Talion on its side or like the weenie white deck. 
it could probably be significant um so they, over here in uh you guys if you're hearing us you're not going to be able to see it but if you're seeing us magic spoiler obviously shows us the alternate version so we have olivia and soren they have the alternate arts but they did a new gimmick because there's always a gimmick so the gimmick that they did was the thing that got me upset i'm gonna rant for two minutes here and then we can discuss <laughs> run away <laughs> i am so upset guys because what they did was they did the same treatment they did for Ikoria with the Godzilla cards where they had the normal cards and then they had the little tag on, on the bottom that is the original magic card. And then on top of it, it'd be like Godzilla, King of Monsters. And it, it was like some random freaking dinosaur or it's Mothra. And it's like that cool standard card that people were using for a while. And it was always the name of the property or the character on top and under it, was the original magic card the equivalent magic card and it was just a reskin you know it's like a little reskin i always loved this idea even from my Korea, i was like this is beautiful if this is what's going on moving forward i love this idea and then they started doing secret layers they did the walking dead and that wasn't the, the same idea that they planted with Godzilla cards. And then they did it again with Stranger Things. But now they did the promise that they would do magic equivalent cards. But I'm here thinking they should have just done the same treatment as Godzilla cards. Why didn't they do it? To then just bring it up here randomly. And I say randomly because the problem is in Midnight Hunt, they didn't do this shit. Are you telling me there's no lore with werewolves? You can't milk the werewolf theme dry and make iconic werewolves into like reskins of cards? Like, it's so baffling. Like, it, this shows you the inconsistency and in planning of Wizards of the Coast. How is it possible that you break up any strategy to two sets, one month apiece, right? And only half of the set has this theme going on and the other one didn't it's just so weird to me and it's cool i like the idea that they did some dracula theme cards and they reskinned them with stuff from dracula's lore it's really cool but it's upsetting to me that they did this in godzilla they dismissed it for a year and a half then to bring it up here with Dracula, which admittedly is cool, but it's not like an amazing property. Like at this point, I would have preferred Edward from Twilight. If you're just gonna bring this random shit back up again, <laughs> I, it's so it's just no, confusing. no, no, no. We don't. <laughs> Nobody don't. Wizards, <laughs> wizards, no. You know wizards, what? I can. Get, no. I'll give you one better. They should have done. They should have done actual Castlevania. And you know what? Looking at that Castle Dracula card, it makes me think that they maybe had something going on there. And then something must have gone wrong with Netflix because Ooh, they some big since words, they, bro. Since they have big, big okay, words. This, is, this is super special. The Magic of the Gathering. Uh, but there's uh, a base series. here. But there's a base here because when you think about it, they did do Stranger Things, so they have already a connection with Netflix. So this is not out of the ether, like out of nowhere. I'm talking about. It's not out, by, yeah, out yeah. of my ass. Like that this could correct. make sense. And again, and you look at that card, it's specifically the Castlevania, like the ca ca the Castle Dracula card. It looks like the Castlevania. Um, Castle um, Dracula, yeah. Castle Dracula, yeah. And, so, okay, rant yeah. over. What do you guys think? They have they have precedent with the Magic the Gathering uh, show they're making as well. Yes, that's true because they're making the prequel one, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So it could have been a good boost. Like I'm pretty sure they might have talked about it, and maybe Netflix was like, "Let's see where the Stranger Thing goes before we give you more properties." Maybe that was it. Maybe that was the discussion. I don't know, but it I just looks like this was it. I, think, yeah. I do think that's a fair it, assessment. You know, it's yeah. like when we talked about this, the, the Strixhaven thing with the Harry Potter theme. 
and that was so blatant like there was no way you could argue that they weren't trying to just do harry potter it was yeah, so obvious up. so yeah um and they look beautiful of course they do I, I love to get like you know some of them even though i don't play vampires but it's just the inconsistency is my issue like why do you guys do this whole thing about doing it with the secret layers to then just go back on this because what i thought and what i presumed was that they did the ikoria test and then they just pushed the boundary with the secret layers and i thought okay so they're never going to go back to the ikoria thing but then they do this and i'm like then what's the deal you could have just done this with the secret layers and nobody would have been upset with you you idiots Personally, I think that the reason why they could have done this is that Ikoria came out at a weird time. And Ikoria was, in general, a weird set. Yes. Like, for standard, for everything. Mm -hmm. So, my my theory, I guess you can say, Go ahead. is that this is, like, their second test. And testing it in a set in which they actually know is going to get bought because it's a nostalgia set. Yeah. And just testing it with a, with, with a set that, like, you know that doesn't have all the like they didn't have all the weird things that Ikoria was going through at the time especially with like you know the pandemic and stuff like that in which you know it just kind of changed the whole game <laughs> yeah so i think that if this set is successful enough i i don't want to use the word expect but i guess you can say i expect wizards to use this whole treatment more often if they if it goes well and that this is kind of like their like test aside from doing it in ikoria considering the problems that they were with ikoria like yeah. before that that's all no no for sure like i can agree with that yeah anything else you want to add jp before no not not really uh most for the most part you guys covered exactly what it's gonna say yeah it's kind uh, of actually one, one thing i do want to mention though one one thing that i did like mm -hmm. uh is that Recently, Wizards has just been including more uh, like people of color in in their art, oh, and yeah. I kind of oh. like that they you know there's Stalia the Traven, she's a corn and she's a corn whatever. But then you know they actually do they did a black character for like the for like the alternate art and yeah, I dig it. I like it. Like I hella cool. dig it. Yeah, and Sisters of the Undead, fantastic as well. I freaking mm -hmm. love it. Man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I appreciate it for sure. I, I I don't mind the representation. It's cool. It's alternate versions, and if you don't like it, or if you think ah, I don't care about Dracula, just give me my good old Soren. You you still have Soren, so that's cool. It's always better to just have options. That's just, always good in the marketplace. So can I don't Dracula have that. a ponytail, or is that just like the weird lighting behind? Uh, it? The, it the sounds Dracula? like weird loud, weird lighting. He it's weird lighting because it does seem like have like a does man have like a man yeah, right? Because yeah. he does have like long hair over in like Dracula, Lord of Lord Blood. Of Blood. So I yeah. thought that like yeah. that's that's yeah, weird though. I like yeah. it. But it's still a little weird. Yeah, it's a little. It's a postmodern Dracula, <laughs> like Edward. Uh, Anyways, wedding ring. <laughs> oh, this, this card is is only in the set boosters. This is one of those cards yeah. that only appears in the set boosters. I think it's probably because it's a commander card. Right, like it feels uh, commandery. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, I mean, feels like the, the wedding, the wedding ring. Yeah, wedding yeah. ring feels I mean, very commandery. Is that not the commander symbol? I, yeah. you know what, I believe it is. But, yeah, it so is. Yeah, right. so yeah so that, but it's that. But it's know that this card is coming in the commander decks that will yes. be releasing. That with is correct. This set. No. Oh no no, they, they didn't. You think? Yes, they didn't. You think? Yeah, it's another like, thing. Oh yes, oh yes, Christopher. They, they did. They, oh, they did it. For, they did it for 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 Midnight Hunt as well. Yes, some commander cards appear in set boosters only with yeah. different art. Yes, and and sometimes only only, only in set only. booster. Yes, and so you also those cards. So you get your commander Wait, product, and then like so a pleb, 
there's other cards that you can only get in the set proper. Even though they have literally a set, they have a, a, an actual deck that you just place that card in there. But no, they want to double dip. So they put it's not even that good of a card. You oh, see, this not. is what I'm saying. They <laughs> they launch a bunch of products so you can't keep up with all the news, and yeah. then they do some scummy shit like that. I didn't exactly. know that they, that yes. there was cards that are exclusive that yes. have the commander thing and they're exclusive yes. to the thing. That's stupid. Yep. That's they insane. Did, they, did, they started doing that shit in Midnight Hunt. Yes. And they're not good commander cards, but you know, eventually. They're gonna stumble and they're gonna do like a broken ash stupid shit that I'm gonna wanna buy. Stumble, stumble, Orengo. Is it really a stumble or is, is it, it just trying to it... get people to buy booster? Right. Yeah, oh. I agree. I agree. When they bring when they bring like Force of Will 2.0, which is Force of Negation but buffed or something. I don't know. And at this rate, we're never gonna get a sponsorship, man. That's true. We're never gonna get sponsorship. <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> I know you try your darkness, but I'm sorry, Wizards. I'm sorry, Actually, Wizards. no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not no, sorry. No, I'm not Wizards. Sorry, not sorry. Not not Wizards. Screw you. Uh, card, uh, card Kingdom, give us a sponsorship. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. I, I can't burn Card Kingdom. Exactly. Sometimes, but I can't burn Card Kingdom. Exactly, we can't burn you guys. You just you're just part of the machine. It's, it's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, so wedding ring. It's it's a cool uh, group hug card, and that's kind of about it. Uh, it's a two colorless, two white. It's an artifact. Weirdly enough, it's not legendary, but I guess it's fine. Um, when winter, you need you could have two of them. Exactly. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? But it's but the effect only applies when you cast it, so that's the weird part. Um, oh no, wait. Plus, it comes into the battlefield under somebody no, else's control, anyways, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, never yeah. Mind, never mind. So you can, you can. It could no, no. be legendary, actually. No, JJP, JP's right. It's actually better if it's not legendary because you can start copying this wedding ring, and as long as you have one of them being tied to the yes. opponent, no, 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 because it's only when cast, right? But the thing mm. is, if you just make copies of this and just have one of them be linked to another human, you start getting more benefits from it because, well, I'll read it. When running ring into the battlefield, if it was cast, and this is very specific, target opponent creates a token that's a copy of it, right? Redding wing. Whenever an opponent who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring draws a card during their turn, you may draw. You draw a card. It's not a main. Whenever an opponent you control uh, who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring gains life during their turn, you gain that much life. So the cool thing is you can have multiples of these Redding Rings, and as long as one of them is tied to an opponent, each one of them is going to give you the benefit. So I think that's good because actually it's better that it's not legendary because with Oscar for example you can probably make a shit ton of copies of this and just go insane with someone yeah it's not that great it's not it a great card for, 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 for it's, my yeah, Oscar. No, it's, it's freaking horrible but i'm saying as oscar is an example yeah. because it's, it's the premier white um artifact commander we have right now it's the best one to be honest so yeah. i can agree it's, yeah, it's fun. it's it's a cute it's little really group hug card. If you like group hug, is excellent for that type of thing. I dislike uh, playing playing nice with my opponents. I want them to be demoralized constantly. So it's not up my alley. So yeah, a little little, little bit of uh, yeah. anecdote. We were just playing commander earlier, and I was playing the Oz gear deck, and I finally had someone who could control me and just you know oh. keep me in my keep me in oh. my space. Oh, uh, nice. Is that what you like? That's what he uh, wants. Yes, because he was it was Jean Paul. Is is my is the other me? Ah, uh, yes, me, See? other it, me. It, it, it was <laughs> other me. So, but I I really enjoyed that game. Anyways, 
Strafon. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about the two commanders. I, I kind of want to talk about the, the spirit sure. one. Sure, go ahead, buddy. The, the spirit one first, in this case. Millicent, Restless Revenant. Mm -hmm. She is five white and a blue. Legendary creature spirit soldier, and she is a 4-4. Four -four. This spell costs one less for each spirit you control. She has flying. Whenever Millicent, Restless Revenant, or another non-token creature you control dies or deals combat damage to a player, mm -hmm. you create... A one-one white spirit creature token with flying. I'm really hoping this. Like, I like her a lot. Yeah. I like her a lot. Same. I'm hoping Same. her the the, the, the sub commanders have uh, like very cool effects. Uh, but I really, really like that effect. I uh, hope that this deck. I'm gonna buy this one because I okay, I already okay. have my Anjay deck, so I have my Ragdos Vampire, and I like Ranjay because it does something that is not normal in red, which is draw like a maniac. So that's why it appeals to me. Millicent is cool because theoretically, Wizards has no business being stingy in this deck specifically. Because I swear to God, there's not a spirit that costs more than five bucks. So you ever known they, wizards to do things with like an actual reason? I understand, but when you think about it, most spirits are just think, common and uncommon. Think wizards thinks. <laughs> That's what I'm trying. Like it's it, wizard and like spirits has a shit ton of lords. Um, they have a lot of it's low to the ground. Like it's, it's a bunch of sheep, sheep ass spirits. So this card's gonna essentially become like turn three mana four four. Oh yeah, two mana four four most of the time. And then you just boost, and then boost, and then it's, it's a cute little tribe. It's functional. It can be controlly because obviously it has Azorius as, as their as their base. Spell queller, the, the spirit adversary. Of course, like, the, the spirit like it has no business not giving you just, basically yeah. all the good spirits. Because which spirit could you honestly say beyond spell queller? And that's a strike. Spell queller is not is not that it's good. not even that expensive. Like, exactly. So what the hell could they be stingy on? You know what I mean? Like most of them are common and uncommons. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> I'm just hoping for the other commanders, uh, you know, the sub ones. Si no se counter, Aleno, like, I agree. If it doesn't counter, <laughs> it's crap. Thank you. Hi, hi, hi Bob. Um, so what do you think, Chris, about the Millicent? That's cool. I like it. I've been wanting to have an excuse to play spirits for a while. And mm -hmm. this seems like this... a grand excuse. Like, I he agree. costs one less for each spirit you control. Sign me the fuck up. I really, I'm, I'm, I just really want to see that list. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the list. I want to make sure there's a good guy. I, I no, 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 no. I'm excited because I know we're going to have reasons to bash wizards after we see that list. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I just don't have faith in these people, man. Like, I want to sometimes, but... Morphon is an expensive hard. spirit, though. You know what? I agree. Morphon is a very expensive spirit. It's probably You're the worst wrong. one. Wrong. However, that's why you stick Morphon. Well, you can't. You can't be. You can't, you can't be in the no. deck. So never no. mind. You know just what? Make it, just just make it a commander. Just, just don't play it at all. Fuck it. Just, <laughs> don't. Just don't play Morphon. Uh, you want to talk about the other one? Time. JP. I'll, I'll talk about him. Strafon sure. Mara Progenitor. She. Yeah. Uh, he is two black and a red. Legendary creature, vampire noble, and he is a 3-2 flyer. At the beginning of your end step, create a blood token for each player who lost life this turn. Whenever Strafon attacks, you may sacrifice two blood tokens. If you do, you may put a vampire card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's almost there. 
I feel like this is like the there, this, this so is a ninety nine in, in Edgar Markov, but not exactly. a that's but the not thing. a but, that's but, the but not a you know a, a commander. I mean, Edgar Markov is just too goddamn no, no, no. good, man. Like, uh, okay, then then fine, fine. He's still a ninety nine in a one of the up, uh, uh, upcoming cards we're gonna discuss, which mm -hmm. is uh, and the, the new Angie. Yeah, the new Angie's much better. Yeah, I I I feel like it's almost there because. I know why they probably wrote Sacrifice 2 Blood Tokens, because they probably playtested, which they rarely do, but I guess whenever they just remember to playtest anything, they probably placed it and tested it for like two matches and were like, we can't break this one Blood Token. It sounds too broke. So let's make it two. So, and I think it's by design because probably the deck is going to have a lot of Blood Token themes or whatever. Probably going to have a lot of madness because it's functionally I, madness on a stick. So I'm pretty sure within that deck specifically, there's probably going to be a bunch of madness cards, which is going to enjoy uh, very well. So Flavor-wise, it kind of makes sense. It's one blood token for you, one blood token for me. I get it. You, you, but, one for the vampire you just placed and sure, one for sure. himself. It's cute, but come on. Uh, and, and I like what Manoj says, and I think it's very Vampire Kalia with extra steps. And I agree. It's very yes. narrow. And it's essentially yeah. Kalia, but with extra steps like he suggested. It's cool. It's very casual. But it's it's difficult to argue. It could be your face card. It's very difficult. Like it's it's very hard to argue with that. Um, I'm gonna read the next one. Sigardia summons. I'm gonna breeze through it because it's, it's not that amazing. Uh, it's a four colorless, two white. It's enchantment. Creature you control with one what plus one plus one counters on them have power and toughness four four. Have flying and are angels in addition to their other types. So they're automatically it's, at minimum five fives. Yeah, at minimum five fives, and it's cool in the token deck. In a, in a, you know, in a plus one, plus one token deck, which is doable if you have like a life gain deck or whatever, it's probably doable. But the thing is, it's six mana. So it's kind of difficult for that type of deck because that's usually a win. I guess that, that, could, that could be a, a finisher. Sure. It's, I'm just, I know I'm never going to see this type of thing being played in standard. Like it's too expensive. Oh, in standard now. And they, they, they showed you like two different artworks. So we're going to skip. I'm going to skip one of the comments. I don't, I don't care. I'm going to go uh, not, get yeah, some, for the most part. Not get there, juicy, I'm... get juicy rares. Okay. Here's good. So, it's a good one. Uh, Chris, you want? Oh, you gonna read it or? Uh, actually, I feel like Chris would enjoy this one. Yeah, sure. you, I, yes, it's yes. I, I like saw this, and I, I'm like, yes, I need this card there right now. See? Give there it to go. me now. This is Torrance, <laughs> yeah. Fist of the Angels. Come on, that's a badass name. That's a badass name. So we got one generic mana, one green, one white. Uh, that's total mana converted mana cost. Though. Wait, I'm sorry, mana value of mana three value. for a legendary creature, human cleric. He is a two-two with that training ability that we talked about later. Mm -hmm. And whenever you cast a creature spell, you create a one-one green and white human soldier creature token with, with training. training. That's the that's the good insane. part. Like yeah. it's like you're, you're just like okay, you cast spells, make tokens. Like that's always good. That's always really good. But yeah. then you're like, oh, but the token has training on top of that. Mm -hmm. This to me is fantastic. Like <laughs> Torrens can train his little cleric, like human soldier buddies, and and the little like soldier dudes can learn from the other big creatures. It's just all around some feel really good kind of shit, and I am enjoying the living crap out of it. <laughs> yep, it's a it's a good uh, in Celestia creature based deck. So it's it's fun. Yes, this is actually card. specifically want this for my deck because it I was kind of missing forms of like token generation, especially in creatures, because I, yeah. it became a really creature focused deck mm -hmm. and having another creature that instead of, for example, because I was using uh, what's her face uh, comes down for uh -huh. five. She was what? 
Not Tana? No, not Tana. Yes, Tana, but all because that's my command, like one of my commanders. But actually, it was uh, uh, the chick that comes down for five. Like, she's a, mm -hmm. she's a god. She comes down for five every time you oh, cast Ketra. a creature, but she makes Ketra. a cover. Oh, Ketra. Ketra, right. I was using a Ketra, so Torrens is just not as good, but still a cheaper Oketra, which is yeah. fantastic. You can... um, okay, you, you just said something. It's like, not as good, but I see 1-1s, one I see tokens, I see Skull Clamp, I see card draw. You're not wrong. You're can't not wrong, draw a card with a 4-4 four, four with the Skull Clamp as easily. That's fair. Yeah. In, in colors that usually don't that don't do that. So I guess that's fine. Yeah. That's an, also an extra thing you can do with it. For sure. That is yeah. true. But I am talking about the card on its own, but that is, yeah. Thank That's you, Bob, for fisting of the fisting angels. Fisting of the angels, yes. Thank you. That's fisting. Uh, very apt. <laughs> I'm go ahead and skip ahead a little that's bit more. That's exactly there's, what the are about to do. There's, there's the Angie, so go ahead, buddy. Angie, made of dishonor. She is yeah. two black and a red. Legendary creature vampire, and she's a 4-5. So she's so, like, like in, in terms of, like, uh, power and toughness, she's, yeah. a, she's a, ahead of the curve. Yes. When she enters and or one or more other vampires enter the battlefield under your control, create a blood token. It only triggers once each turn. Thank God. You pay two. Sacrifice another creature or a blood token. Each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. This card is the reason I thought maybe blood tokens aren't that good because I would have I would have preferred if the blood token just said when it goes to the graveyard, you discard a card and draw a card instead of saying pay one, discard a card and sacrifice it and then draw a card. Because uh, she would sacrifice them. Yeah. You get the effect of the drain and then the discard and draw. Yeah. I like, but I guess that's having my cake and eating it too. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I can accept her just being being as she is. I really like mm -hmm. this card. I feel like it's not as strong as it could be, but the stats the stats alone pretty. I, I, I thought this would be like a four mana three three. Yeah. I could still see this as, as a four mana three two. I could still see this as a four mana three four. But a 4-5 is, like, pretty beefy. Yeah. I agree. Uh, obviously, I like the other Anjay way more because it's way more powerful than this one. But, you know, if you want to play with the blood token thing, This sure. is my style. This is just... This is oh, no, style. exactly, because it's more sacky, more sacky stuff. And it, it has a lot of inherent value because, you know, whenever you you play another vampire, and it's going to happen all the time, you're going to start creating a shit ton of blood tokens. And the blood tokens give you value. Um, they accelerate your deck, and if not, you can start sacking them so you can just drain everyone out of the game. So it does have a win con inherently designed within her. It's a much better commander than the other guy. I hope that yes. she's actually in the deck, and she probably will be in the deck. So then you can just flip it and just play with her as the as the face card, because obviously she's much better for the blood token uh, theme than the other guy is. Uh, Christian, yeah. what do you think? I don't have a lot to say about Andrew. Right. I just I just enjoy that we that we get more legendary cards that actually work with the mechanics of the set. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I okay. did I, I didn't I didn't like enjoy it as much. I do like that you can just kind of like sacrifice to like like uh, to drain everybody. 
but I don't know. It requires it requires mana for that. I don't know how I don't know how to feel about you know having to use mana to drain everybody. And, like when it you changes. just want it for free, you crazy maniac. Yes, yes, I do. I want to just be able to sacrifice the thing, and that's it. Sure, just sacrifice. Sure. That's it. It's over. Just sacrifice that's, it. That, once. That's, that's why you that's don't work at wizards. That's why you don't work at wizards, even though they probably don't play test set their cards. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't matter. I can just true. whatever I want on Angle. It's true. It's true. At this point, yeah. Okay, so the other one is a weird board wipe by invitation only. It's three colorless and two white for a sorcery that reads, choose a number between zero and 13. Each player sacrifices that many creatures. I do not understand. I, I like the idea of choice, but even if I literally had zero creatures and you had seven, I would still say 13 just for the meme. I It's so, it's so freaking funny. But it's like, well, choose between zero because you want to be meticulous about it. It's like, why yeah, is buddy. this white though? Uh, yeah, that's true. Why is it white? That's interesting. Let's discuss because that for a second. Beaten, well, Cataclysm, Tragic Arrogance. No, I get, I, whole, I, I, like, I get that, but why? I mean, does it feel I, black to you? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, it should. You're be. racist. It okay. should be. It has what should. No, what the fuck? <laughs> How dare you? No, my point is they yeah. hear that like. I don't know. It's like I feel like black could could like definitely uh, just benefit from this more. I guess it it does work in cases in which I don't know. Like okay, your your opponents have like some indestructible shit. Okay, we'll yeah. sacrifice thirteen things. You only have like the one Avacyn and another creature. We'll sacrifice thirteen creatures anyways. Eh, I would have almost said yes, but there is another board wipe in this set that I think is pretty good for black because I think it's a black card. I know, um, but, but so, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm mad because I'm because I'm trying to build Terrigrid deck and I can't stick this in Terrigrid. Okay, I get you. Okay, so it's it's because you're selfish about it. <laughs> yes, uh, it says it's for tokens. Yeah, I get I can see it being for like the token strategy for sure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the next one. It's very simple. Yeah. Let me click on it. Uh, it's called Wedding Announcement. It's two colorless and a white. It's an enchantment that reads, at the beginning of your end step, put an invitation counter on Wedding Announcement. If you attacked with two or more creatures this turn, draw a card. Otherwise, create a 1-1 one, one white human creature token. Then, if wedding, the, if wedding Announcement has three or more invitation counters, transform it. Then, we go to the Wedding Festivity. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. It's, it's too many hoops. It's too many. Yeah, it's too for, many hoops for, for a stupid for an emblem. Anthem. Yeah, for, for an anthem. anthem. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, no, it's way too much. I like that. I like the caveat of drawing a card, but then it's just it's gonna last just for two turns or something, and then you're gonna have to. I mean, I feel like you just don't want to flip this card. Exactly. Like, you, you don't yes. want to. I agree. It's like and if it's play, set up play made, wedding announcement and play solemnity right after. <laughs> right. Exactly. And because you want to be drawing, like it's it's a decent like for white, it's a decent draw outlet. It's this is exactly the problem. Every time they give white anything like halfway decent when it comes to draw they do something like this. Yes, yeah, so some stupid shit like this. Okay, wait, Manuel no dice. Se corre solo, though. I mean, go on, explain. Se corre solo. What do like you mean, you, se corre like, solo? Like, it creates the one ones so you mm. can attack. Sure. I understand that, but then, but you don't want to flip but that, it. But that's the problem. That's, the that's where it ends. That yeah, That's where it ends. Like, yeah. you create the one ones, and then I guess that after that, your one ones become two twos. <laughs> And in, in like, oh my god, in turn six, my one ones become two twos. It's an effect that no cartas. It's an effect that doesn't require anything, gives you draw. I mean, it gives you draw for a little bit. If it literally said you may transform, I'd be more pressed to be like, oh, it's, it's decent yes. for white, for white. 
and Anthem sucks on empty boards. I understand. I understand what you mean. You mean the idea that, you know, you start creating a board with it, and when you, once you have the board completed or you have some symbols of a board, you flip it and then you have an emblem. But you don't have any you choice have on flipping it. Exactly. I feel like the idea of choice would have been better on this card because then you'd be like, okay, when I'm ready, I'm going to flip it and then just swing for, for game. If not, I'm just going to slowly get some card advantage. And then, oh, he's be like, he's like, it'd be broken. As, you know what? Why it's not? In white. It's, it's in, in white. white. It's in white. We've been discussing this Wh for months. White, white needs at least white one needs something. Just you give know. it that one card. It's okay. It's white weenie is a thing already. Just give it, just give it this one. Why is that such a bad thing at this point? Like green literally has everything. Why can't white just have this one thing? I mean, it's an anthem que se reemplaza. Well, I mean, I guess, but no, 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 you're wrong. It's okay for white to have things. You would be correct, except you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna uh, skip. There's another Sorin, so you're gonna have three different, yeah, three different variations of Sorin already, which is kind of insane. I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris would like to read the the, the frog, oh, but yes. I want to leak, I want to leak demonic uh, bargain. Sure, go ahead with demonic bargain. So two and a black sorcery, exile the top thirteen cards of your library, then search for a card and put that card into your hand and shuffle. Uh, Bob, I understand it's the white removal, but the thing is, every, every other color, every, every color, other color removes. Yeah, every other color removes. Green literally does that. Everything. Actually, hold on, hold on. Did this man just say white is the color? White is not the color of removal, man. Ooh, let's do this. Let's it fight. is. It Go is ahead. not. We we uh, like. Come on, like I don't. I don't have to do this. The professor already did this. Okay? Yeah, the professor did like, this, Bob. You should. You should know that it's cool. Yes, we understand that intrinsically colors generally have certain themes going on there but wizards doesn't care anymore so why should we if green can literally do everything why can't white just draw cards why in, can't white in a just very do truncated something? way in a truncated way just draw cards in a truncated way it's fine <laughs> so oh, it's man. a joke ah <laughs> uh, okay so, yes yes i guess i, I guess we I did I, i'm so, sorry like like you you were vouching for the cards so hard that i'm just yes. like okay sir sir Sir, I, I, so, uh, I like the, uh, the flavor text on Demonic Bargain. Yeah. Do not try to negotiate with me, human. You want power? This is the price. And we saw, we see that Ormandal is still alive. So yep. life is kicking. That's cool. Or Ormandal is one of the, one of the demons uh -huh. uh, that appeared after Gristlebrand was uh, destroyed. Yes. So uh, I like... I, I don't know how to feel about the card. So, on one hand, I think it's if bad. You, no, no. Uh, on one hand, That's if you bad. don't own, a, if you don't own a demonic tutor, then there's a demonic tutor. On the other hand, exiling top thirteen cards in standard might be bad. In commander, it's a bit painful, but it's still doable. I so, see a lot of people using demonic bargain in standard, exiling the four copies of the one card they want, and just quitting. <laughs> this is this is a problem card, right? Yep, yep, literally. I want to see that. Also, the art is amazing. Oh, the art's really beautiful. Yeah, there's no, there's like nothing to talk about there. Yep, it is. Yep. it's fucking amazing. It's it's cool. Oh, he's like eso Yorian. I mean, you get eight, you have eighty cards, so it's gonna be very hard for you to deck out. So I guess that's fine. That's true. I mean, Yorian isn't a standard anymore, so I think he might even be referring <sighs> to Commander. EDH, yeah. EDH historic. Really, Yorian, yeah, Yorian sure. Commander. Interesting. Go ahead with your Froggy Frog. I still, I still don't freaking like it. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so, Grolnok the Omnivore. He's a legendary creature frog that comes down for two generic mana, one green, one blue. So that's a total of four mana value. Uh, whenever a permanent card is put into the graveyard from your library, exile it with a croak counter. You missed the first line. Ah, yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you may play lands and cast spells from among cards you own and exile mm-hmm. the crow catchers out of them. The, the fantastic part, the fun part, is that whenever it attacks, it mills three cards. So not only oh, is it whenever a frog, the gen- a frog, a frog. Well, whenever it attacks, so basically you know, a frog. Yes, yes, I know. What are you gonna do? Just play like the, that one card from Kaldheim that makes everything on your in your deck Four frogs. frog. Mm-hmm. Who four attacks frog. with a spore frog? <laughs> You're playing. You're playing blue-green frogs. Might as well attack with a spore frog. I guess so. I suppose you're right. You're already a maniac for playing blue-green, blue-green frogs. That's true. Well. You're, you're ready. Yeah, you're already committed to this. So just go all the way, buddy. You ribbon wrong. your way Not to victory. Wrong. You ribbon yes. your way. I like that this card is good for that. Uh, those two mill cards that's, that are used heavily in um in in modern. The the zero three and the zero two, the one that came in Syndicar and the original one, uh, yeah, the uh, the crab, the landfall ones, yeah, they're yeah. crabs, they're crabs. I know it doesn't it doesn't like specifically work for this, but considering the third, the second and third ability, there's something there. Whenever a permanent you put it into the graveyard, exile it. Like it's it's extra steps, but it's like weird reanimation and simic. Weird ass reanimation. Weird card draw yeah. at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's it's like extra steps for basic stuff that so, the Simic can do very well. It's it's but it's, it's interesting. interesting. It's it's interesting. Look, hey, look, it's it's not uh it's not a card draw I can sure, smack sure. you in the face with a frog. That alone is satisfying. Yes, right. And on top of that, I can play things from exile and you just gotta stare at it, kill it, and then be yeah. like, wow, you can still play the cards. You can just recast your commander and pull mm-hmm. some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like I, I see I see no problems with this. It's no Uro, but at least it doesn't draw a card and play a land and and gain you life for for playing lands or drawing cards and playing lands, extra lands, or I don't know. It's just different. And that's what I appreciate from it. It's not blue green. Hey, no win condition. Just value. Simic engine value. Woo-hoo. What's your win con? Smacking someone like tw- like ten times in the face with the frogs? Yeah. <laughs> Seems good to yep. me. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay, let's move on then to it's poetic. Even more beautiful are different artworks. Oh well, yeah. well we have dominating vampire, which we can talk about. Um, so dominating yeah, vampire. Broken. Yeah, it's very broken. So it's a colorless and two red for a vampire creature. 3-3. Three, three. When dominating vampire enters the battlefield, gain control of target creature with mana value less than or equal to the number of vampires you control until the end of turn. On top of that creature, it gains haste until the end of turn. So, this is a little insane. Yes, it so is. Tur- turn one vampire, turn two vampire, turn three yep. dominating vampire, steal your two drops, swing in. Yes. Yep. That that should be uh, enough, yeah. you know. There should be start closing closing up the game. Oh yeah, definitely. It's uh, very, it's very strong. Very very strong. I, there's not much to say. It's just very strong. Um, uh, so let's talk about the re three vengeful victim. Uh, I'm just gonna read it real quick. Mm-hmm. It's a blue and a white 
for a 4-4, which you might be thinking, this is insane, sir. How dare you? It's a legendary creature spirit. You might be thinking, well, this must, must be my new commander. It's not. Give it a second. It has flying. Yeah. When the Rethrea Vengeful Victim attacks or blocks, sacrifices at the end of combat. And it also has Disturb. For a colorless, a white and a blue, you may cast this card from your graveyard, transform for its disturbed cost. So, when you flip it, it becomes an enchantment aura. It's an enchant creature. So, enchant creature has whenever this creature attacks, create a 4-4 white spirit creature token with flying that's tapped and attacking, sacrifice it at the end of combat. If the Rethrius Retribution would be put into the graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, it's basically Geist of Sanctraft, but yes. not Geist of Sanctraft. Yeah. It has a bigger body, but you also need another body for mm -hmm. the enchantment part. Yes. It's slower. I, I, it's, Geist of Sanctraft is just better. This is going to stand out, though. For Standard, really I, feel like, I feel like this actually could be impactful. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, I could, yeah, I could see this a, a blue, uh, blue white tempoy or like the weenie just blocking you, blue. When you consider the gaze light snare, which is basically a mana leak at worst, and it can become even better than a mana leak at best, I think with those two combined, a two mana four yeah. four that's gonna swing in turn three is strong. And then if you have a spirit theme, which obviously you will have, the disturb thing is gonna be insane. Also. The spirits themes have uh, like a little sub uh, enchantment sub theme. Yes. So that's interesting. Right. Yeah, especially historic, which mono like mono blue tempo is a thing, and that's a bunch of those are just spirits. So I feel like there's something there with the Dorithra. You can start making it Azorius, and I think because it's become strong. Uh, what do you think, Chris? I honestly don't have much of an opinion on like uh, on Dorothea. I mean, I'm not, Dorothea, I'm not, I'm, Dorothea, 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 Dorothy, it's Dorothy, Dorothy, Dorothy. 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 That's Dorothy. Point is, I, I don't know. I, I kind of don't like Dorothy. I feel like she just okay. kind of does nothing. Like that's fair. Cool, but I mean, what was her flip side again? What was her disturb? Her, uh, her she just side? because she just has an enchantment. She becomes an enchantment. You so you can enchant to a creature. And then when it attacks, you you put a basically a four four spirit tapped and attacking flying, and then it sacks at the end of turn. So you know you play with Dorithra, she dies, Actually, and then you have another I, I think, spirit. I think this works like standard. Standard, I think could, yeah, could make yeah. some use of it. Okay, that's, that's Actually, kind of no, it just starts for three. Yeah, yeah, it, it works in standard. Yeah, it's about that's, it. I feel that's fair. Yeah, it's about it. Um. Okay. So if uh, you know because of the spirit sub theme. Geistlight Snare, it's a two colorless and a, and a blue for an instant, which you know me, I'm already loving it. This, spare, this spell costs one less to cast if you control a spirit, so it becomes two mana instead. It also costs one less to cast if you control an enchantment, which obviously in the spirit theme, like JP said, there's also sometimes an enchantment sub-theme. And it finally says, counter target spell until unless it's controlled pays three. So at, at worst, very worst, it's a horrible card you should never play. At medium best, it's a mana leak in standard. At absolute amazing, it's better than a mana leak. It'll be kind of difficult to get it to cost two less most of the time, but it, 
by yeah. medium best, which I think is going to be the functional part about this, you, it's going to become Malik instead. You feel like that would be, but there's a there's an upcoming card we're going to discuss that uh, says otherwise. Fair enough. Uh, so then these are the Dorothy. Okay, I, I would Dorothy, get that Dorothy out of yeah. for Dorothy. Dorothy. Would you not get this Abraham from, Van Helsing? Because he looks pretty badass. I would get him just because he's Abraham Van Helsing. Right? Also, Grilnock yeah. looks disgusting. I love him. Thalia, yeah. I want to get like like i forgot the name of like the like the other the alternate uh thought art but now i want both right yeah, on that one cool. and they like oh man for sure that okay uh sick. jb you want to read volatile arson yeah sure it's three red red for a creature human werewolf and it is a four four menace haste when volatile arsonist arsonist attacks it deals one damage to each of up to one target creature, up to one target player, and up to one target planeswalker. It has stay bound, bound which is it the previous four. mechanic, and it flips. Um, and when it flips, it's it's, uh, it's dire strain on anarchist. It's a five-five menace haste. Uh, whenever it attacks, it deals two damage to each of up to one target creature, up up to one target player, and then up up to one target planeswalker. It has night bound. I like that. Awesome. This the artwork is so reminiscent deal. of like yeah. 90s 90s aesthetics of magic yeah. i love it I yeah like it. Uh, I like it a lot I'm pretty sure this would just go into a new werewolf deck for mm -hmm. like, uh, like uh, this, again this is great for yeah. standard because you have gold span dragon which is sitting yeah. at a 4-4 four four. yes and that, i mean it's not going to remove a gold span dragon of course but it will definitely be like hey i'm a for the most part, if you're playing werewolves, you want your cards to be flipped. So, like, at worst, you have something that can trade for that Goldspan Dragon. And at best, you're going to have something that is going to, like, kill the Goldspan Dragon and just keep going. Yeah. And okay. it's also Menace. And, like, it, it has Menace. Like, Menace... Oh, man. Menace Menace is a really good mechanic in general, but in Standard, it's just really powerful. Mm -hmm. So... Are, uh, are you planning on, on adding change of change of fortune for Angie? Because <laughs> that card, is, I just yeah. read that card. It's yes. like, whoa. It's a wheel yes. for four. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You got to read that properly. JP, oh, do the honors. Oh, my God. Three in a red sorcery, change of fortune. Discard your hand. Then draw a card for each card you've discarded this turn. Yes. Never mind. I, Angie goes, wee, 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 So explain wee, why wee, this wee, is wee, broken, JP. So, so basically, you just discard a billion card before you cast this. Cast this, discard your hand, and then draw a billion cards. Yes. Now, caveat, will this work with the hand you discarded? Uh, what do you mean? It means that if you play this, you discard seven cards. Do you draw no, like, seven cards? Like, yes. Exactly. Yes. So it has upside, so is what I'm trying to say. It's a wheel for four, or if you discarded it's, it's, any other cards. It, and if you literally have, exactly, if you have a deck specifically designed for that, either be Madness decks or the Blood Token decks, it is a wheel with upside. With a lot of upside. I want it. Yeah, it's really strong. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that card and I read it at first. And I'm like, why is it worded that way? And then I realized, duh, the Blood Token thing. Of course. That's exactly why I want to do it. And it's weird they haven't addressed it. Did this set just have madness? And I thought they would have just had madness in this set. But I guess it would have yeah. been too much for this set to have, especially with the many mechanics, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. they could have just gotten rid of some of the not vampire stuff and say, Oh, for sure. Yeah, just put madness cards in their place. I agree. But it maybe it would have been too synergistic with blood tokens and then we would have had uh, started having another issue already. Yes. I'm going to skip a little bit ahead because these cards. Oh, I want to talk about this one. <clears throat> 
Wizards, why the fuck do you do the things that you do? Alchemist Gambit. It is a colorless and two red for a sorcery that reads, take an extra turn after this one. During that turn, damage can be prevented. In brackets, it says, at the beginning of that of that turn's end step, you lose the game and you get to exile this card. Thank heavens. But it has cleave. So for four colorless, two blue, and a red, you may cast this spell for its cleave cost, which you're obviously going to do. And if you do, remove the words in the square brackets. So standard now has eight extra turn spells. Like two, but you can run eight copies. Yes, exactly. Dude. Eight copies. This is insane yes it's why, why wizards why up to up to a certain degree it's yes. better than all runes epiphany up to, to a, a certain degree to a certain degree because the thing is that all the, all, the reason all why it's broken is the birds it's actually it's not broken because of the birds Yes, the birds are really good for standard. However, the thing that the thing that really breaks it is just because, exactly because you, you just like put down the freaking gold span dragon the, mm -hmm. a, a turn before if yep. your opponent doesn't have lots of ways of removing it, or you yep. just take the extra turn and, dro and drop the dragon. The dragon is really what is like destroying everybody's face. But the thing that enables you to win with the dragon is definitely exactly. the extra turn spell, and the fact that damage can't be prevented. Like I can't think of any damage preventing spells that are like uh that are being used currently in standard but it's not, yeah this this is something that's definitely going to affect like standard's future if if wizards is planning to print stuff that like is going to pre uh, prevent yeah. damage like what do you think? in the near is, future is this just another nexus of fate um it's a worse nexus of fate but no, but like the meta is basically what. Oh yeah, it's kind of fate. becoming Nexus. Of basically, because Nexus of Fate was just casting Nexus of Fate a billion times until yeah. you win. Yeah. Then this yeah. feels that with four extra copies of this an is, extra turn spell, it's kind of insane already. This yeah. is the kind of meta I should be playing at local game stores. Oh, same, it's same, same. Like, I, it, like I'll just be like, okay, so I. If I was a try hard. Yeah. Okay. Try okay. Hard, cool. Just, so I'll just do the thing. No uh, so I do the thing. Uh, I, Alchemist Gambit. Just, just uh, hold thing. on. Just, uh, just give me a second. Uh, all runes of Tiffany again. Okay. Yes. Sure. Resolves. Resolves. Of course it resolves because you're not gonna do anything <laughs> to stop this. You're just looking at me funny. Stupid. It's like like I've literally played like standard on Arena, and again, yes, I do understand it's Arena, and a lot of people will start like yelling into like the skies. The shuffler's broken, and you yeah. know it's not. It's just it's just a just a shuffler it's, it's random what do you want me to do about it yeah so and i have like just waited a whole game just played control the whole game just counter stuff and just be like okay oh look at that i got all four all runes epiphany in my hand let me just murder you with like birds for like three like four turns in a row yeah so now i get to do that for eight turns are you fucking kidding me it's, yeah, it's kind of insane yeah it's insane <laughs> Also, what uh, is that like three costed card? Does it not have a translation? Future sighting? What is it's that? it's cute. I just read it while you were talking. It's not that great. Target player shuffles up to four cards from the graveyard to the library. Look at the top four cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand. The rest in the bottom of your library. Read them order. It's fine. Yeah. It's uh, maybe like if you have an extra space in a blue deck. Sure. Yeah, Stick I mean, it, it, it gives you stuff back, and on top hey. of that, it, it's a uh, what, what's that freaking spell card? Like it's a uh, it's like an anticipate with like an extra thing. Sure. Like you, pay, yeah. you pay one more for anticipate so you can so you can get stuff back from your graveyard yeah which is it absolutely terrible to be honest i mean sure while I, while i do agree there are better alternatives like just straight up playing the spell from your graveyard mm -hmm. 
for example, like I've been I've been my Burrell deck, I've been in situations in which I, the only thing I can do is stare at my graveyard and think, God damn, I wish that was back I wish in I had yeah, so I could, like same. search for it. Exactly. So it's actually not a terrible card to have, especially in a deck like Burrell, where you can cast this for two. Is that at instant speed or was it a sorcery? I it's sorcery, sorcery. Sorcery. Sorcery speed. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make it as great, but I, I don't know. I don't like it's not like an auto include, but it's something that I, I I would definitely like to have lying around just in case. Stop trying to justify the card. The card is bad. Yeah, it's kind of bad. That's why but, I'm like, I, it's, but... it's, it's, it's an uncommon. <laughs> the worst, the, like, maybe they could have just made it a common, I guess. But you know what? I don't I don't hate it. Fair enough. Hate it. Fair enough. That's all. Let's skip ahead to Runo. Storm Kurt. Sorry, everybody, so I'm not everybody literally everybody gets that wrong. I okay. keep calling these guys Storm Kirk all over the place. Yeah, that's well, strong. Okay. So Runo, yeah, Runo Storm Kirk. One blue and a black. So three mana for a legendary creature, vampire cleric. He's a one-four flyer. When he enters the battlefield, put up to one target creature card from your graveyard on top of your library. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card. If it's a creature card you, uh, with mana value 6 or greater, uh, reveal this way, transform Runo Stromperk. And he transforms into Krothus, Lord of the Deep. Sounds He is a legendary fantastic. creature, Kraken Horror. But he's a 3-5, which is, like, disappointing. Yes, uh, disappointing. Whenever Krothus, Lord of the Deep, attacks, create a top an attacking token that's a copy of another target attacking creature. If that creature is a Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent, creates two of those tokens instead. Mm-hmm. I am really disappointed with his power and toughness. It, it could, it, it should have been an 8-8. Eight, eight. I know it's insane to say that. Lord of the Deep. Yes. It, I know it's insane to say that it would have been an 8-8, eight, eight, but it should, it should have been an 8-8. To eight, be eight. fair, I don't know. Seven, seven, six, six. He want. He cares about six, six mana. Yeah. Uh, six mana. Make him a six, six. Make yeah, him a. At the, ver- at the very seven. least. At the very least. I what? say eight, eight because in octopuses usually eight, yeah. eight, and they're usually eight, yeah, eight. So yeah. But even yeah. then, like if if the problem was we don't want to make it too powerful for a three costed card, then just make it a five costed card. It's gonna be a commander card. It's not gonna be a freaking standard card. So it's fine. So just make it more expensive. It just up the stats. It's fine. And also, like how, like the discard, like how uh, it's not that. Yeah, it's not it's so as many easy. Extra steps. It's so many yeah. extra steps for what it does. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I'm just disappointed. I guess he has flying, so it's like weird for sure. a, like a crack. It's gonna have a, it's flying, gonna have evasiveness, like, and it's going to actually trigger its ability and gonna trigger it a couple of times. So I guess it's cool. But for the yeah. most part, I, I'm just disappointed with its. Agreed, uh, Chris. Yeah. How do you think? Yes, definitely disappointed with power and toughness. I'm just thinking about his ability, like how difficult would it be to get off? And I don't think it's too, it's that. For, at least for, flip for commander, for commander, no. For commander, for commander. Yeah, yeah. For commander. no, for in, commander, in standard, it's, it's, it's definitely way, way harder. Like, like, like in commander, it's uh, okay, uh, I entomb turn one. Yeah. This is one of those cards that I turn just don't three, I play this my, is a standard uh, card. Yeah, Someone's going to try to break him, but it's not going to work. Exactly. So, Entomb turn one, play this turn three, you put the, the Entomb creature on top. Next uh, uh, oh, next upkeep, reveal the top card. Oh look, it's a, it's a Kraken, flip. Turn four. You know what? Then I you guess, know you know, uh, mm. I guess turn four, eight, eight would be a bit too much. Turn four, six, six would be fine. But that's what I'm saying. If, if that's the case, just up the cost. Up the stats and just think of it as a commander card. Four with mana. Extra steps. I, I feel like a four mana, one, four flyer. 
Uh, but then the the flip side is like at turn five, basically you would mm -hmm. be flipping into an eight eight. That that seems like fair. Sure. Yeah, because it's so hard. It's so many extra steps that you have to do to try to pull this off. Like you're already screwing up your top deck just to try to flip this shit up. It's kind of yeah. it's a little difficult. So I feel like yeah, they should have just reconsidered what they were trying to do. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to give you a lord for all those uh you know keywords crack and life and octopus or serpents and that's cool but i feel like they missed the ball on what they were trying to do theoretically um it has a cool artwork and a cool artwork and let's talk about chandra dressed to kill chris talk about chandra. she is most definitely dressed to kill look at that <laughs> she passes the fit check i don't know about you but she do, she do. all right she do. so chandra dressed to kill uh she's a three costed planeswalker so that's for one generic and two red for mm -hmm. a total converted like that whatever so sure. uh legendary planeswalker chandra you she comes down with three loyalty counters plus one you add a red and she deals one damage so up to one target player or planeswalker mm -hmm. kind of sad it's not any target but you know i guess i can't ask for more since her other plus one is exile the top card of your library if it's red you may play it this turn so it's basically just more yes. more of more of that good old like exile like card draw essentially for red yep. which i think is is like a really cool ongoing theme in this past few standard sets yes and if you get to alt your chandra dress to kill you can exile the top five cards of your library that's her minus uh, minus seven by the way mm -hmm. uh and you may cast red spells from among them this turn you get an emblem with whenever you cast a red spell, this emblem deals X damage to any target where X is the amount of mana spent to cast the spell. So your burn spells become double burn spells and they well, you know, they'll just like burn for one additional damage, probably if you're playing yes. burn right. But point is, it counts in 20 life formats. <laughs> Standard. Sure. Yep. You like it? I do. <laughs> I do. I, so, I, I like it most, first off because of that art it looks fantastic and second it's, art. it's just I, I enjoy the art the idea of just like burning for adding mana and if if and that's a really big if you can you can alter mm -hmm. and it's and it's it's like nice yeah Orengo, do you do you smell that what, a, what does it, it smell like it smells burnt. like dookie here this yeah. is a bad a, chandra yeah it's a bad chandra nah. i know that they probably considered the fact better pinging any target into broken but you know what why not why not why can't she just ping anything like come yeah. on i know she's giving you one red so you can just cast like a one drop or whatever she doesn't protect herself that's also true. She does that's not. Your job. She's clearly, that's she's your clearly job. She's clearly a value. He's she's arriving value to the party. It's your job to protect her. She's you clearly got, a You got to for her. It's your job to yeah. simp she's, for her, She's Jamie. dressed to kill, but she can't even kill creatures. It's the problem, <laughs> I feel like. She should have at least had the caveat of killing small creatures, at the very least. And again, I know that she adds a red, but it doesn't mean that she can also kill a super creature. Come on. Just make her kill a creature. Also, the exile top red, the top of the card, it has to be red. But That's yes. also very specific. Yeah, it's yes. not any card. This is perfect. This is no. Great. It'll probably yes. be decent in in mono red aggro decks, but the thing is, it's usually you usually don't it's include low. these cards because it's slow. That's the thing. Even at three mana, which is kind of insane to say, it's too slow because it doesn't kill a creature. If it at least will at least kill you a creature, then you, you drop a one drop so you can protect protect Chandra. Then it's doing its job. But since it, you can't ping the stupid creature. I feel like that's that's the only thing. If it literally set any target, it might have been a different story. 
it's not horrible but it's really we've seen better chandras even at the uncommon level remember the one that came out the one from uh corset even that one it was three cost and it was pretty good yeah. i think it was a rare uncommon i don't remember chandra acolyte there we go that's the one i was thinking of one yes, red red legendary planeswalker chandra zero put a loyalty counter on each red planeswalker yeah. you control her second ability, zero. You create two one-one red elementals and they sacrifice at the next end step. Yeah. And negative two, you just cast an instance or sorcery with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard. Uh, if that card would be put into uh, the graveyard this turn, exile. Was that a rare instead. or an uncommon? It's a rare. It's a rare. It's a rare. It's a rare. It's a rare that's better than that. Yeah. And that's a mythic. This is a so that's card. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, I remember that Chandra card being very, very good. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this one, it's a little more disappointing. It's more of a value Chandra. It's not like Dookie. like that one, which is way more aggressive. I, it's, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's not that good. It looks pretty, though. That art, phenomenal artwork. Uh, yeah. but she I'm actually kind of disappointed in, like, the art section for it because mm -hmm. in the left art, you got, like, the really cartoony alternate art-looking Chandra. Yeah. And then on the right which is supposed to be like the like the borderlands which supposed which you would assume is like the alternate art is where you get the usual magic style chandra so yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little confused that seems inconsistent it almost seems like they just switched it out last minute which again i'm not mad at that borderless art because it looks really good yeah but i do think it was a little weird that they did it that way yeah, just one of them looks like standard Chandra you would see in a core set, and the other one looks like it's like alternate art cartoony like Chandra. But the thing is, that one actually seems to fit the name because when I see the other one, the the normal one that looks like a core set Chandra, she does not look like dress. She's dressing to kill. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. she's she just looks like, like a normal Chandra to the good as fuck at that wedding, but but know. it's but it's the borderless one that looks apt for the for the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get across. Like the other one just looks like standard. She could have been called Chandra Acolyte of the Elementals, and it would have been the same card. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, so we have some more of the alternate versions. There's a John Seward, which you know that's cool. He has a training thing. There's so many cards. This is the good thing about this. Is the only good thing that I enjoy, and I feel like Wizards isn't like completely conscious of this. But all of these things are beautiful for the secondary good. market because good. everything it's, crashes. It's nice when they aren't cautious. Yes, because everything crashes, and then we can all get these nice cards for cheap for pennies because there's so many versions of it. Um, Pretty sure you want to you you want to read the mana form Hellkite. Sure, let me. I was gonna read this one first, but let's let's read until said the the mana form. Yeah, mana form is pretty cool. Um, so mana form Hellkite. It's a two co two uh two colorless two red for a four four flying dragon that reads: Whenever you cast a non creature spell, create an X X red dragon illusion creature token with flying and haste, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast this that spell. Exile that token at the beginning of the next end step. This is insane in any spell singing deck. This is insane. Standard in... likes this so. That is much. also very true. Like so, just yeah. the even if you cast like something that's one costed, like yeah. just burn your opponent's creatures, you're still making bodies that are gonna smack face. We yes. already have a four costed solid like moon veil dragon which i was playing against earlier in arena mm -hmm. that alone is a good ass card now we also have a mana form hellkite which 
wow yeah. <laughs> like the the like standard already kind of rewards you by casting multiple spells as it is especially like if, when you're playing for example against werewolves in which you're literally like oh well you got to cast multiple spells or you're gonna fall behind mm-hmm. uh, and you're gonna get like run over by werewolves and now like on top of everything it's like you, you get you get a, a dragon that makes more creatures that's insane yeah what do you I think like jp this. i like yeah. this a lot i like yeah, it too. I, I, I don't know if you thought of my kai card deck and just yeah. cast a thing just make a token sacrifice it make mana uh, but uh, I just understand that uh, being at four power and four toughness makes it good in standard. Might like to an extent, like uh, it's maybe a bit slow for modern. Mm-hmm. But like, think of it this way: you play this, the next turn you just go off, you win. Yeah. Like yeah, at four oh, mana, like, at four mana, it's just just barely maybe even modern playable. And in, yeah. in standard, you literally just cast like uh, what's the name of the fruit? Like all runes, and yeah, that, that's it. That's you it. Smack with a seven, you smack with two two ones extra. Yeah, no, you're back with a seven and the four four. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. insane, and they're flying. Like they already mm-hmm. have. Like oh, they're gonna have inherent invasion. Yeah. It's gonna be stuck in the in the is it extra turns deck for sure. Yeah. Oh. So if everyone buy your mana form hellkites now. Yes, yes, it's for what you paid. Yeah. Yeah, so if it's Aldrin's yeah. Epiphany, it would be a 7-7, seven, seven, right? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. It would be a 7-7 seven, seven big boy, smacking face. Actually, Manuel <clears> mentioned <throat> uh, the Deluge. So, uh, what's right. called? Like, the blue Deluge. So, at first, yeah. you're going to pay 4. So, at first, you're going to pay 4, and you get a 4-4. Four, four. And then after that, like, if you... That's mm-hmm. some, at some other point in the game, you can just have Dragon on the battlefield and then just go with the 7-7. Seven, seven. Yep. It's insane. So, Boys of the Blessed, it's uh, a spirit white two col- two white mana for two two that reads whenever you gain life put a one counter a, a one one counter plus one plus one counter on voice of blessed as long as voice of blessed has four or more plus one plus one counters against flying and vigilance and as long as voice of the blessed has ten or more one one counters against indestructible and like you should just say in the game because come on let's be honest I mean, it if could you be have doable. a 10 10 indestructible creature, you it pretty much be win winning. the game. Just be winning. Yeah. I feel you like if it said as long as Voice of the Blessed has four or more power, yeah. It gains it flying been, and vigilance. Would have been and too as long fast. as Voice of the yeah. Blessed has four or the 10 no. or more power, whew, it gains I mean, indestructible. As in, like, mm, as in, like, yes, I wish, but also, nah, it's too strong. Is there any proper life gain deck? Uh, there you can always do it you can always do it but it's janky. not it's not, not as good. in not in standard however historic See? does have like more than the fair share of people they like yes they actually ban uh, what's it called like to be pushed they, yes i know but they actually banned uh what's her what's her name like this stupid historic card uh soul warden yeah from freaking like historic or one of the historic events if i'm not mistaken because of, of, of like one of the decks that was running using that crap so if you like with any other life gainer this comes down for two mana like this is great this is great for historic this is fantastic and uh, like life gain decks in, in general like i think it's a, i think it's a great card right now in standard there's not a terrible lot of support though even though they did print out like the one costed dude that every time a creature comes into the battlefield you gain one life where uh, if he dies he has disturbed and he comes back as a creature that whenever something else dies you gain one life as well and i think historic also has the one costed one one then when you have 25 or more life it becomes a four four right with lifelink 
Uh, you, know, you know the one that I'm not uses? sure if they have Sarah Ascendant or not. Right, I'm actually I not think, sure. I think they I think, did put I think it, they do? it into like one of those historic anthology things. I think I'll they check, I'll check right now. Hold on. Just you know how you know how it'd be. Um okay. Uh moving The point along. is point is that along with like, you know, you also have uh, like the Ajani enchantment, which does mm -hmm. the same thing. I think it could actually like put uh put that deck on the board in yeah. at least in historic. Agreed. In standard <laughs> yeah. mm, it's maybe a little more dubious. Maybe, yep. maybe not because there's a lot of creature removal. Mm. Um, so Path of Peril, colorless and two black for sorcery. It has cleave. Um, but let me read the effect first. It says destroy all creatures, and in brackets it says with mana value two or less. So if you decide to play the cleave cost, it's going to cost you four colorless, a white, and a black, and you remove the brackets to just be a six mana destroy all creatures. Uh. I like it because of the versatility, of course. It's actually pretty good in standard because for three mana, it's Doom Scar, but for black. Because usually when you're Doom Scarring early, you're usually doing it because you want to get rid of the little mono, mono white or mono, black, uh, mono red decks that are destroying you. And you want to try to like tempo out the, the board. Um, and it's a good alternative in black because you can just remove all the small creatures. And then when you have enough mana, if you're Orsov, then you're lucky enough to be able to just cast it. It's a Doom Scar. It's worse than a Doom Scar, fair enough. But it's a Doom Scar in black, so I guess it's it's pretty decent. What do you guys think? This for standard, like obviously any other format is, is shit, unless yeah, maybe Commander. The unless maybe Commander. The versatility, but like, eh, uh, there's better stuff for other formats. Yeah. Correct. Okay, now let's get to the next one then. Very quickly, we're almost done. Uh, so let's talk about this one. Yeah, concealing okay. Con Curtains, go ahead. So Concealing Curtains, it's a, a black creature. Uh, it's a wall. Yeah. So it has Right, that's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a black, transform it, and it becomes... Uh, you can only activate it as a sorcery, and it becomes uh, the Revealing Eye. Uh, when this creature transforms, target opponent reveals their hand, choose an online card from it. If you do, that player discards that card, and then you draw a card, and then he, they, they draw a card. Yeah. This is the so Eldrassi one, right? Uh, what? No. It feels like the Eldrassi card. I, uh, what, what's okay, the one that's so, used in, in Modern? So, yeah. No, the Eldrassi one, uh, Thonopseer, when it yeah. enters, it exiles a card from your hand. Right. And when it leaves, right. you get to draw a card. So this is where he's got it. No, this is, this is just uh, the fairy. Yeah. Oh, fairy. right, the fairy one. Yes. Uh, uh, the fairy. Uh, yeah, the blue one. Shit, now, now I, I have to look for the fairy. Card. Uh, because it's legendary I'm just mad that it's a rare to be honest you want it to be uncommon that would be kind of ridiculous that it's an uncommon Vendillion click it's just Vendillion, Vendillion click, click on the body uh -huh. yeah uh, and Dude. I really like it because uh, yeah. Menace it has Menace and it's a 3-4 yeah Cur it's current really standard kind of kind, like kind really, likes really the graveyard man yeah yeah, uh, it's good because one mana, it's a one cost. Sorry, sorry. What's the the power and toughness on the defender side? Zero four. So that's pretty it's, good. It's a one mana zero four. It's a body blocker for days, and yep. then you flip it for a three four menace that you thought see someone, and they get to draw a random card. You just take their best card and hope they don't draw better. It has smack menace. Them so you're going to be attacking, and you're going to smack them for three. Yes, for sure. it's. Yes. It, I feel like this is a really really strong card, and we'll see play a lot. Yeah. Standard. Chris, anything to add? No, man. 
Okay, let's keep going then. Uh, so you want to read this one, Chris? Hallowed let's hunting. See. Hallowed haunting. Is, uh, it's an enchantment. Comes down for four. That, that's the two generic, two white mm-hmm. enchantment. As long as you control seven or more enchantments, creatures you control have flying and vigilance. When you cast an enchantment spell, create a white spirit cleric creature token with this creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of spirits you control that should be the goddamn spirit deck like the commander thing and it's not the commander <laughs> thing and i'm mad about it yeah it's not other gonna be that, the commander deck. other than that i i really like it you make you make creature tokens for casting things that makes yeah. me happy that's, yeah, that's so the reason it's, i told it's, you it's big dumb and, and happy oh yeah of course this is, this is the reason i told you that spirits have an enchantment sub theme yeah at least in this side. Yeah, yeah it seems so. like it, yeah. But we'll have to see how good it is with the other stuff that will be eventually um, leaked. Revealed. Uh, revealed, sorry. Yeah. But for now, yeah, I, I can see where they're heading with the idea. Uh, it's a little, you know, expensive for and, what a spirit deck usually is because it's usually going to be like, yeah. yeah. It should have been like, well, granted, I guess it would have been three mana. They would have bitch it would be too powerful, I guess. Because no, you still have to cast enchantments mm-hmm. to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And you only get vigilance and flying with the enchantments exactly. if you have the seven or more. So it's more of an enchantment thing. Exactly. Yeah, you could probably stick it in a good enchantment deck, and it just naturally gains value. So yeah, yeah. Um, and finally, Arc Ghoul of Thraven. Go ahead. That card is very cool. good. Yeah, two and a black creature zombie cleric is a three-two. Whenever Arkugul of Thraben or another zombie you control dies, look at the top card of your library. If it's a zombie card, you may reveal it and put it into your hand. If you don't, put the card into your... Uh, if, you, uh, if you don't put the card into your hand, you may put it into your graveyard. Yeah. Zom- yeah that's pretty good. Will- Wilhold just came out, and uh, zombies became like very, very popular. They were, they were pretty popular before, but they didn't have an, enough support. Like in yes. comparison, like to elves and goblins and the other tribes, and it just didn't have like that proper good support. And these few sets have just given it to them. And this is a good card. Yes, I agree. What do you, what like do you think, Chris? Yeah, yeah, it's I, very good. I, I, I just I, like I just bought the well, not just bought, but I bought the zombie like commander precon like Wilhelm and i i want this and i want to stick it in there and if whoever doesn't is just wasting their time by every time they don't stick this card in their deck yeah yeah it's very good card i think the versatility of uh being him or another creature you can zombie you control that dies Mm -hmm. you get to like start drawing cards if if it's on the top of your deck and if not you can choose to leave it there or you can dump it in the graveyard for more acceleration so i like the versatility it's it's a surveil draw zombies (laughs) exactly and that's really cool um so Uh, chris you want to read the final one the human ranger halana and alena yes i I enjoy them actually it's like uh, they're partners see then they were roommates Halana and Elena partners. So this is made for the purpose of, you know, the Chinese market. You can't make yeah. them be together. So you got two generic mana, one red and one green. Uh, legendary creature, human ranger with first strike and reach. It is a 2-3. And at the beginning of combat on your turn, you can put X plus one plus one counters on another target creature you control where X is the is this creature's power. Uh, that creature gains haste until the end of the turn. 
That's pretty cool. And, I really do wish yeah, they could have targeted pump themselves. And haste. Yeah, I agree yes, as well. Because that would have been kind like, of insane. No, okay, okay. Think of it that this been way. Hella good. They are they help each other, so they will give themselves the plus two plus two. Yeah. And give them the haste. And afterwards, any creature you play afterwards will basically have soda haste. You have you could play these good creatures with attack triggers that need haste to mm -hmm. to like go in. Uh, so like on a five drop that needs a back trigger, you give it haste and go in, and then a six drop and you just keep on going like that in that direction. They should have or just even... been printed as partners. Yeah, damn it! Like two different cards split. Yes. And they yes. had the partner for, mechanic. For, for two no, yes. it, no, partner, I like I like it. So one card. Let the partner mechanic die. Wait, no. no, 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 I don't want Stop. it to die. I don't no, want it to die either. I, uh, Keep exactly. it going. Keep it going, yes. Wizards. Don't you yes. listen to what JB Go harder. Go yes. harder. Go harder. Really, mechanic. actually, push it. Push it. Yes. Push it hard. Make, make partner it. cards good. We only have like make three or four so good, good Make cards. it so good. Make it so good. Start making them two color All again. All of the other ones are just outdated as shit. Exactly. You should just make more broken two color to partner deck, partner cards. Please, just do it. Just do it. And that friendship for forever Three thing costs. you did for Three uh, costs. two costs. Yes, you know what the, the, you know what? the stranger thing that you think one you cost the friendship forever. Don't do that. Just do partners. Just do partners. Just no, keep doing it no. forever. Yes, let forever. us mix and match commanders. We can. Yes. There's more unique combinations. Yes, exactly. broken shit. But yes. also think of the versatility. Think yes. of the so yummy, so yummy bullshit you can mm, build. Delicious creativity. And then I just look for the broken ones, and I just buy the broken ones instead. <laughs> no, stop! What I stop? Um, so Let what do you? Be creative. So what do you guys think before we close it out? What do you guys think of uh, overall right now? What do you guys think about uh, Crimson Vow? I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. I want a box. This is this better than Midnight box. Hunt. You like it more than Midnight Hunt? I yes. think it's fair. It's. I think it's objectively better than Midnight Hunt. Yeah, like, it's not more, even it like, a, like opinion based. Yeah, yeah like not even powerful. opinion based. It's just a more powerful set. Period. Yeah, it feels more powerful. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I, it, you know, Innistrad's not my thing, but I feel like this one is. It it will get. It will have a bigger impact. It's, well, it's, now that you have a complete you. cycle, it'll have a complete, a more complete impact on standard because now you can mix and match it with the Innist the previous Innistrad set, which I know it had a lot of vampires too. So now you can have a complete sub theme. You can actually have a complete vampire deck, or you got a complete spirit deck, which I think those will be pretty dominant. And obviously, werewolves already dominant as they stand. I don't think this this one's gonna add anything much more to them. But if they do, oh boy, it's gonna be Innistrad fun times for the next few months. Um, it's cool. I just I'm just upset that they're doing the double feature thing like in January. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah, yeah. ridiculous because you know they just release these things and they don't know what things are going to be good and what things are not going to be good but you know people might buy it people might not buy it it's good for us because in the secondary market everything's going to triple crash so it'll be good to acquire literally anything from these two sets um they did do a rumor that some people speculate that double feature is just a prelude to next year when they do the Dominaria and the Brothers War, people think they're just gonna mix those two at the end of the year as well. So they're gonna do like a like a Dominaria super super set where they're gonna mix the Dominaria and the Brothers War into one set and then re-release it again. Obviously, I like my Ursa, I like my that type of lore is the lore that I kind of like. So I yeah the, the old lore, you old head. Yeah, exactly. I okay. like that they actually do that for that. So I am being a total hypocrite right now. 
that while I'm saying that I hate the double feature, if they actually do it for Dominaria and Brothers War, I will be the first crazy person that buys a box. Unless that Ursa is crap, which he will probably be crap because obviously they're not gonna make up. They're they're, they're they're not gonna make him crap. They're, they're not gonna make him they're not they're not gonna make what they did in Modern Horizons, but like they're not gonna Wizards? make him crap. Wizards, you can push it further. That Urza, he's cool. But you guys further can do beyond. You can you can further beyond. You can do you can do better. Oh, that Urza be is a good, nice first step. You can do more. He'll be a he'll be a one mana a, a one mana three two. Yes, go on. Uh, <laughs> when he enters the battlefield, you draw your deck. Yes. Okay. I like it. And Go then, the, the, and then you make a, a zero zero construct for each card you drew this way. Oh there. no! You know they, what? Not that strong. It should make it should make a a, a zero art zero costed artifact box. Uh, what's the what's the one? What's the one? Sapphire. Mox Sapphire for each card you draw that turn. Because uh, you want to make it make it a Mox Lotus. Mox Lotus. Lotus. It can be any color. It's, you know what? I, 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 I swear, it's it's not a Black Lotus. It's a Mox Lotus. It's a Mox. It, it makes, doesn't make three. It makes one. It, no, no, no. It makes two. It makes. Oh, three. it makes. Okay, it makes two. Yeah, it's you a know? Mox Lotus. It's got it's got to have the Mox Wizards, card in you still, there. You still have time. You still can go back to the drawing board. You can make it more broken. Just yeah. just throwing it out there. People like their with their Urzas. You saw what happened with the Urza land, and you saw what happened with with um, Urza Lore Artificer. Just make it more broken. So I'm saying. Um, so guys, I guess that's the end of our podcast. Uh, hopefully next week they'll start releasing some more spoilers. We have more stuff to discuss. We have that juicy content for you guys. Very spicy every Friday. JP, where do, where can the people find you? You can find me here in the Cardboard Cave podcast. And we're uh, we're sorry that we couldn't cover the AMA that Melissa Vittora yes. uh, gave through Discord. Uh, every time I went through the Discord and tried to connect it gave me an error i couldn't actually see the the the, the proper ama and i did, i couldn't find anyone just talking about the ama uh, in the internet uh, yeah. but she was talking about uh, her uh, the, the design space which is maybe there were like, like some forbidden about. questions in there we could speculate all we want but we don't we don't have the answers at least not now yeah. uh, but she, uh, she was talking about uh, a lot of the like design space and how she would design uh, commander and casual play because she is now in charge of that area yeah. uh, or at least one of the ones that will be would be in charge of that area uh, and basically creating commander com- commander products for us and how she designs on fun we talked about uh, it was just me me and christopher talking about this on our previous podcast if you want if you guys want to check that out awesome. uh, you can check us out in the cardboard cave podcast uh on facebook on youtube on twitch yeah just check that out check us out so uh, christopher Spotify, we got we're, we're on everywhere dude. we're everywhere we're anchor podcast, everywhere yeah christopher yeah. where can they find you mm-hmm. you can find me here card bouquet podcast you can sometimes find me on my twitch when i'm like you know not working <laughs> yeah surviving and, uh yeah just just like trying to survive out here but yeah you can find me on my twitch sometimes crisscross 13 and whenever you'd like you can interact with us uh, directly in the page over in uh in, on facebook as well and our all over the social media which we still have like you know upcoming or working on it trying to get there but yeah yeah beautiful yeah uh, well, you guys can find me here with you guys talking about magic cards. You can also find me with Subtitles Required, which is a podcast I do with John, where we talk about international films. 
You can also find me in the movie guy Tuesdays, Thursdays, and sometimes Sundays, where we talk about the you know movies and stuff we saw over the weekend. Special topics. You can find me in my podcast, Cinemas Podcast, where I talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Um, you can also find me next year, Richport, where we talk about after, in the after school club and in seniors. We also talk about movies because that's what I like to do because I'm a filmmaker. But even beyond that, you can just Google me, Google my name. Uh, I make movies, and you can also find John Big Boss One One Seven PR. He streams. I think it's Mondays and Wednesdays. He streams a little bit of Magic Arena for like an hour or so. He shows you, you know, if he's like doing a draft or he's doing some standard play, but he's always like, you know, playing a little bit of Magic, getting that content for you guys. And I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, tonight's podcast. I hope you had fun. I know Bob did, and he sends us our love. We send love back. Love you. Um. I hope you all have a very good evening. Good night.